0: On this episode. And I I feel bad a little bit, but at the same time, I was just like, well, I was defending myself Mm -hmm. and but I said some awful shit (laughs) to a lot of people. My goal, the whole sixth grade, was like, this is fucked up. But I was like, I'm gonna make every girl cry.
1: (laughs) You had the same dream? (laughs) (laughs) What a kindred spirit.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host, Mark Pearson. My first co-host is the William Refrigerator Perry of podcast hosts, and my second co-host is the Jordy Nelson of podcast
3: hosts. Their real names are... Juan Smith. And... Adam Radliff. And I think we can all agree, Jordy Nelson's a great player. Real gym rat, hustler. <laughs> I'll take that as. I'll a, take a refrigerator compliment. reference. Yeah, I, was, I was referring
2: it to it in the context of last week.
3: Nobody that's <laughs> listened to this before is still listening to this. We get one-time listeners only, and you know that. You've done the research. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's coming
2: back for return business. No. And then also on the show today, we have a special guest, comedian Trey Tudson. Hello,
0: guys. How y'all doing?
2: How you doing, Drake?
0: This is yeah, like we didn't just talk for twenty minutes. Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
3: we wasted all the energy for sure. Like uh, that, that's nah, how that's how go. we, we go. had a power outage. We yeah. had uh, we talked all about uh, <laughs> just like Matt middle aged men, We went hard for fifteen minutes. That was it. <laughs> fifteen minutes. Adam's more like what a kind of powerhouse man. do you think you are? <laughs> fifteen minutes, maybe twenty years ago. <laughs> Don't try to line and press Trey over here.
2: No, I've seen how much Viagra he consumes. He
3: (laughs) can as he wants.
2: I've literally seen him choke on a Viagra. (laughs) You have probably us fucked I have. That is really funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't get hard. You got to keep it in your system. You got to be ready at any moment.
0: Hell
2: yeah, for sure. He, he literally choked those. So, anyways, if mm-hmm. you can find us on facebook.com slash no country podcast, we're also on Instagram at no underscore country underscore podcast. You can find us on Twitter at podcast underscore country. I can email us at no country podcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a voicemail at three four six two nine one zero zero five zero. And once again, thank you to Marte and Amber over at Helps Two. If you need marketing, hit them up at Helps com. I just talked with them yesterday.
3: How are they doing? They're Didn't want to catch COVID or something like that. Yeah,
2: but better now. All better now.
3: Good. Yep. Glad to hear it. Yeah, I would hate to have had to replace those great, uh, stellar partners of ours. Yeah, nothing they, uh, negative to say about them. They,
2: they. I think they said something. They want to make every day Sad Adam Day, something like that.
3: Yes, more Adam <laughs> will make the podcast bigger. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Is that what they're going with? I, yeah, that okay. probably would work. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: Uh so Trey. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the first question we usually ask is uh how did you get into comedy? About oh how long ago
0: was that? God. How did I get into comedy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you can't I was born a comedian. No. Oh uh, my uh, God. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I want my rights like everybody else. Uh I didn't choose to be this. No. Um. <laughs> no nah, it's just uh, you know, man, like uh wasn't doing shit. I, I didn't, you know, I fucked up. I didn't go to Cornell. I got accepted there
3: and I, I fucked that up and I didn't go there. Cornell consolidated? Is that some kind of community college? I wish I could here? throw this fucking button. <laughs> <in. laughs> <laughs> I have to respect the goddamn studio. Yeah, the studio. Yeah. <laughs> the studio that I can tell We no rent the studio every month, $700 a month. Please you know, respect the studio. I do. I respect the fact that no women have ever
0: been in here. I hey, can tell yeah. this <laughs> oh, is shit a already. feminine-less goddamn <laughs> area. You yeah, don't even oh, yeah. smell don't re- like bitches have been here. No, 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 no. Yeah. Sometimes women leave a scent, just a little bit, like, yeah. you know, a fragrance, something. I can tell it's just men and balls <laughs> and regrets.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to mix the studio time with women time. Because That's where we are, the studio. Get some women in here <laughs> and not as podcast guests. <laughs> that was, the yeah, last we had time Corliss. Yeah, I, I was, was like, Corliss we was don't like... have the same dreams. I, yeah. <laughs> I, Corliss I sh- is actually complimentary at my apartment. Thank you very much. Yeah, I should be she, having to lie right, to my yeah. face. Yeah, she has the decency to Corliss lie. Corliss is like a very, very nice aunt. She is the, the like I told her she on the a podcast, sweetheart. Time. She mm-hmm. is the most supportive, uh, stand up. Uh, uh, audience member there is. She'll yep. support your joke if nobody else is. <laughs> yeah. So, you no. know, I'll have recordings where all you hear is chorus. I'm like, this is depressing. Yeah, you'll hear her laughing. I'm like, don't do that. And no, then Dan Dan
1: chimes in. That's not too bad. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, with Dan um, always. <laughs> I, uh, well, yeah, I went
0: doing shit. I, I dropped out. of Me and my dad got into it. I dropped out at Rice. And I just kind of moved out and just had a place. It was just you know, just chilling. And I was like, I'm not really doing shit. And a lot of people had said I was funny and whatever mm. the fuck. And, um, but like two years before that, my aunt put me on a on a show for a stage. Well, she was producing the stage play. And she let me go up during the intermission. And I, I had to do like 20 minutes. Holy and shit. And I bombed. I It was 20 straight minutes of silence. I can hear people sighing and gulping and... People swallow and shit. When you, when you hear the AC cut off and then cut back on, <laughs> damn. Damn, it was just like terrible. I was bombing bad. I was 18 years old. I went up to the little attic. They had a, gave me a dressing room. I went in there and I cried for the second half of the, <laughs> of the, of the show. And I was like, I'll never do this again. And then all the stuff I just previously told y'all happened. And then I went to an open mic once. Um, and it was packed. It was at the improv. It was like 400 people there. Back when the open mic was really good. Mm-hmm. And the first joke I ever told, I got an applause break. And I was like, all right, I think I might want to do this. But then I didn't know how to do it. Like, I didn't know you are supposed to go out every night. I remember my wife took me out for dinner. And uh, she was like, I'm so proud of you. This is great. This is fantastic. And she was like, what happens now? I was like, well, shit, they're going to start calling. I mean, I, I killed it. I, mean, I just murdered it. They just yeah. saw
1: what happened.
3: The industry knows. Probably going to email me. The chatter has got to be going on right now. Yeah. I have uh,
1: spoken. Yeah.
0: And then I waited around for like, just waiting like like almost three and a half years. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do or whatever. And then by three years ago, I just started going out every night consistently. and And then, yeah. That's how I got into it.
3: Just So when you were younger, if you, if you think you just kept with it like from the, wor- the word go, do you think that you, you got in a really big head real quick? No. Think it was I, good that you kind of took some time off? Or- let, me, let me make sure I curb myself on this statement. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I'd, I'd be a lot more successful if I'd have started when I first had an itch for it, which mm-hmm. I was like 13 or 14 years old, 7th, 8th grade, all the teachers was, I had teachers telling me I should drop out and just do comedy. I never forget this math teacher, Doug Brown, <laughs> when I was in the
3: eighth were you grade. Getting, and you were getting good grades, I assume, because you could have gotten was, to Cornell I Rice. Was
0: not, my middle school, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how the fuck I went to the ninth grade. I never forget the counselor, Miss Gwen came up to me. She was like, do you know you're about to fail the eighth grade? I was like, stop playing. She's like, why the fuck would I lie to you right now? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a
3: hilarious she move was a black, a like,
0: She was a black house, and she told me just like that. Like, why the fuck would I lie to you right now? I called you into the office. Oh. She was like, you need to get it together. And somehow I fucking pat, But I crushed it in high school. Mm. But middle school was not doing good. And Mr. Brown was just like, you know what I mean? I think you should, I think you should drop out now and just start doing comedy. And I was like 14 and he was, he was, I should have, but uh, very Christian parents, mm-hmm. got my ass beat, uh, my dad used to kick my ass and they make me yell out loud while he was kicking my ass, say you're not a comedian. am <laughs> like, I'm not a comedian, I'm not funny. <laughs> and
3: I go in my room and write three jokes. <laughs> It's like the reverse of Joe Jackson. It's like yeah,
4: he <laughs> tried to beat yeah you know, <laughs> out of me. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Think if you had a guy beating it into you, you'd be freaking star. Yeah, on. if they
0: were more supportive, I would have. Yeah, it would. I would have went. You know what I mean? But um,
3: so it's their fault you're not famous. I got you. Okay.
0: No, well, you know, hey, you
3: blaming time. the parents. Uh, uh, the first ten minutes. But
0: the term is not, yet I, mean, <laughs> I, I can't help
3: but uh blame
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like i told like i still am in my 20s so it's yeah. y'all's fault yeah <laughs> this exactly. is my reaction to all the terrible shit y'all pumped into me when i'm yeah. in my 30s then i could be like all right you got to get your shit together but for now it's 100 it's percent on y'all i'm trying yeah. to break off some of the shit y'all put in me that was terrible and god man it was just it was just bad they didn't care if we went to cop they didn't give a fuck what we did Dude, I told my dad, I was, like, excited. You know, I didn't really know what it meant, but all my counselors and shit at high school was, like, really excited. Like, you got accepted into Cornell. This is great. Like, this is great. And I told my dad, I was like, Dad, I got accepted into Cornell. He
3: was like, nigga, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa.
4: Um,
3: I even Did know you prove mean. it? He might have a point it here.
0: Really, <laughs> it really, uh, it, how you say, it deflated me Oh yeah, so gonna, yeah, much that... I didn't, I, I, after that, I stopped, I didn't care. I just like was just chasing girls the whole summer. And then I was like, all right, I guess I'll go and try to do whatever. And everything said that I had to do everything for the spring. So I just did late registration at Sand Jack and stayed there for a while. And then mm-hmm. U of H and then Rice. And then-
3: so you did really well in high school, which is surprising. I assumed you'd be like really busy with like varsity basketball practice. I uh <laughs> I got cut from varsity. <laughs> you actually tried out for varsity? I was in the program
0: for 3 years. I quit when my grandfather got really really sick. We thought he was going to die. There was a lot that was ha- it was a lot happening. Me and my like every my family was just not in it was not good. Mm. And this is the honest truth. I was in a losing program. Like we well, were like good players, but the program sucked. Like uh-huh. practice sucked. Everything we hated going there. Still to this day, I say fuck you to this guy named David Bosley. Fuck you. I hope your daughter's you had syphilis. Here <laughs> Jesus. Fuck you. Whoa. Fuck that guy. I will never fuck. Fuck you. You made, I loved basketball, and you made that shit a miserable experience from ninth grade all the way to twelfth grade. Fuck you. I hope you get COVID and cancer. Whoa. Jesus. Oh, damn. I don't want you to die from so it. I just his, want you to catch it. I just, I just want, he, you want you know to suffer. Mean? I'm not Wizard de- Yeah, I just want you to have to
3: go through chemo and a ventilator. He was at least the coach of the team, right? He wasn't just like the janitor. He was, like, a, no, you know, he was a guy. guy. He
0: was the head coach and he was he was whatever he was. Went to LSU, averaged two point three points a fucking game. Fuck that guy. Yeah. It him. is refreshing to, to, to have San such Jack. a
1: candid guest Because I, I, he welcome. was such a
0: On my back <laughs> <laughs> He was just a piece of shit He just sucked and he fucked with us And, and I don't trust him He was from West Virginia He's from the original slave states yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> he's from, That's OG slave That shit on the coast That's where they yeah. ported the motherfuckers at That's the, that's the OG shit that The what shit Jerry you West see is, is from <laughs> When you see, yeah, yeah. from French Lick. When you see Georgia and Mississippi, that's all them duplicating the shit the sophisticated version of slavery. That's why the shit was so rough down low because the only part that they caught on was the beating. Whip your ass! Like, you also have to have some type of crop. Oh, yeah, we got cotton. Like, that's the second. Like, the crop was second.
3: Number one was kick the slave's ass. Number two was, oh, yeah, move that tree. So... Actually, this isn't the first time we've had this exact same conversation. (laughs) That's right. usually we're not recording during this <laughs> segment now. but anyway that, that
0: was the thing it was like it, so we sucked mm. so you just wanted to quit practice something everything sucked and I was like fuck I quit one day I just turned all my shit in I could have went back but I was real stubborn about it like nah man fuck this shit. I don't give a shit and I didn't do anything else and then when I told him exactly what I was going through and everything happened, he was like, "Hey, when you show up senior year, they're gonna put you in with some other fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So come back and we'll get your ch- schedule changed, and you know, mm-hmm. be back here good." Year started like day two. I went to do the whatever, and he basically went back on his word. He basically was just like, "No, nah, I'll put you." And then he put me through this fucked up process of our senior year, like this fucked Like he he had me basically like audition like I'm on the team yeah. but it was like I could be cut at any moment. It was just like an auditioning mm-hmm. process and then he, he cut me and I was just like fuck it. And then I was just just roaming. Didn't do shit. Just like was kind of lost and didn't pick up nothing. At that time I should have gotten a th- I wanted to go to a theater high school mm-hmm. but my dad was so homophobic. He still to this day. No whatever you wanted to do. Too bullshit. Far, if you <laughs> saw far, a nigga with rainbow kind of socks <laughs> tiptoeing Flamboyant, you be like you ain't going to this gay ass school. He wouldn't have let me. He wouldn't have let me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, did you ride the bus to school? I rode the buses. No, uh, I, it was optional. My mom took me every day, mm-hmm. so she could have taken you to this theater school. I, uh, no, I book. would have had to, you know, I'd have had to probably move in with my grandparents or so because all of the like weird, weirdly like all the stuff that's like Midtown Edu, and all the, all the Third Ward slash that type of shit now. Um, that's where like all of the sort of uh, how do you say like like fucking like uh like like extracurricular schools are at like a criminal justice school, and, mm-hmm. like schools that's just like very specific like art school. All that shit is in downtown in right. Houston, so I had to move somewhere close. To, I had to use somebody's address. It, they would gotcha. the shit it would have went through because where we stayed at, there's no bus line where we lived at, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I mean, I'd have had to catch, her, my mom would give me a ride to the bus. I'd have to catch four buses to get to school and then stay there from, you know, I don't know, seven to seven. Who hey, Hoop like Dreams got done. I would have loved to, but. Right, some I'll people want story. it. Some people want it. Some people don't. I, I wasn't talented <laughs> enough of a teenager to, to have it done. Because mm-hmm. when I was in the 10th or 11th grade, there was this white family, the Jureks, right? Which I, because I still call them mom and dad to this day. But they were considering adopting me. They were going to do, like, some Sandra Bullock-side
3: shit, right? <laughs> and, for and they, acting, not basketball, right?
0: Well, yeah, for, like, comedy. Like, <laughs> okay, like, comedy, like yeah. we got you. And um, I went out with them. They took me out to eat. We hung out. Everything was cool. And then, um, you know, they were considering it. They took me to their house. Like, this will be your room if we decide and blah, blah, blah. Did they have any kids? They didn't have any kids. And then midway through it, they was like, I don't know. They t- I think they talked to their family. And the family was like, no, we, we, you know, we know black people in this family, even if you're helping out. So, uh, so they, they was like, no, nah, we're not going to do it. They took me back home, and my, my parents was like, did you get it? Did you get the white family? Oh, I was God, like, God. no, I didn't get it. They, they fucking. Like, first <laughs> off, you don't prove that you got
3: into Cornell. Now you don't prove that you got into the white family you told me about. Yeah. Stop playing with your dad's emotions, Trey. <laughs> so it was just like, nah, I love I how he we went it.
1: into white he voice. He the black. <laughs> it was it was like, wanted, well it's not white this white time, boy. Bobby.
0: What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to adopt me, but it was just like he not. He's not talented
3: enough for the awkward Thanksgiving. <laughs> 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 that would be an interesting conversation mm-hmm. like oh okay so yeah what happened to your folks did they hit a car wreck or something? no they're, they're living six blocks from here <laughs> they're, they're doing like, great they're doing yeah. as good as this <laughs> family It's <laughs> really funny
0: but like three months after that she got pregnant she was like fuck it let's just make our own baby <laughs>
3: Have you seen this baby?
0: I've seen him. I still call him my brothers. Morgan and uh, I forgot the other you one. You sure names. you should be calling him your brother not your son? Nah, they're just uh, no, okay. they're, they're a couple years apart. Okay. I mean, bro, I, I I see them on Facebook and shit. I'm jealous. I'm like, that is my life.
3: So wait, so this the family couldn't have a kid for the longest time. <laughs> They wanted. They thought about adopting you. Uh, no. Then oh, the oh go ahead, Go ahead. Three oh. months later, all of a sudden, a baby comes along. Does this baby have a year round tan? No, honey. Listen, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I called him honey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is this, is this baby really funny? His dad would no, be no, so angry. <laughs> Aspiring. <laughs> no, what it is is that uh no, they just, you know, honest truth, they were
0: just they were just smart people, you know, like mm-hmm. like meaning they they calculated all their steps. I believe they were in their um they were in their early 30s, mm-hmm. you know, so they they had kind of they had, you know, they had aspirations to do other things, but I think they both realized like all right, we're we're probably just going to be teachers. And um you know we'll do all right, and and uh, uh, the lady I called, Mom, uh, Miss Jurek, she was like, "Oh, you know what? I'll 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 try to do what I can to become a principal." He was a dope ass science teacher, and and he ended up, you know, basically creating a a, 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 a an elective at the school that helped kids like get jobs and shit like once they leave there. And yeah. with, with he was the fir- That was the first time I ever saw a three D printer when I went oh, and saw cool. him again. They were brand new. He had got him to order it, and he had got into like different stuff like that. So I think that they practical like,
1: school. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, <overrated>, yeah. <laughs> in right? a
0: technical little, uh, yeah. So he, um, I think they just was like, all right, you know what? Let's. This is probably gonna be it. We can go ahead and start our family now. Mm-hmm. But they, they loved me, and they, they just because they had known me since I was in. He was one of the teachers when I was in eighth grade that okay. told me you should drop out mm-hmm. and just do comedy. Like I don't yeah. like they would fuck with me every day in class just to see me respond to shit. And I got pissed one day, just went off. I, I, and I just lost it. I'm sick and every fucking day, y'all. I'm just going off like on a rant. Y'all fuck with me every day, I don't understand this. I'm just trying to do this and blah, blah. And the class is like laughing and I'm getting mad, I'm serious. <laughs> shit the fuck up, stop laughing, man. This ain't funny right now. They got to see them fucking with me. I'm just like mad as shit.
1: And, <laughs> and, Am I a it, clown?
0: <laughs> yeah right. Do I look funny to y'all? <laughs> <into> the full <laughs> <Joe> Pesci- <laughs> you know I, mean? and I look funny to you? Huh? Exactly. <laughs> so, but then they pulled me to the side and was like, "No, we just we think you're really funny. We think you're really talented. We do it. We think because blah blah. We think you stop." And that year, I was supposed to do some comedy skits that I wrote and did on my own, but the partner that I had, he failed, so we didn't get to be in the talent show to do it. And um I was like fuck. So that but um what's he doing now? You know what man, I saw him the other day. He is on drugs and Ooh. it's not good. I know you Ooh. was hoping for a better story. <laughs> yeah, so but good. this was funny like he he looked like everybody knew this. He's the guy in our grade that just fell the fuck off yeah. and everybody's like um everybody kept talking about it. Like damn man, you see man, he looked bad man. When I seen him I started crying and da da da. And then I saw him and I was like I end up saying to so him, like, man, you know what? You don't look as bad as everybody said you. <laughs> you said that to his face? Yeah, but I was like, but you also don't look as good as I remember you. So you have fallen off.
3: Just not as bad as they said. Have you seen that's him? That's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'd be shocked if he didn't go buy, like, a razor. i seen him that- Sunday. Okay. No, i him Sunday and...
1: He's doing fine. He's on drugs. He <laughs> like, I saw him in church, and he took the shit from the plate. Whatever. <laughs> Great he didn't ask me for anything. He was
0: genuinely just happy that he hadn't seen me in 11 years. He was genuinely just happy to see me. Mm.
1: And, um. Yeah, but know, 11 like, years, everybody's feeling like shit after 11 years. See me in 11 years, look like a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> Yeah, well, I remember when you not looked like you 11 years, years ago. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why?
3: Because I'm 11 fucking 11 old. <laughs> nah, you're not old, man. See, I thought this was going to be a throwaway. Ha ha. He played basketball. Like, what are you busy practicing basketball? Yeah. And we went down this whole rabbit hole. I apologize. We're I thought on. it was going to be a nice little laugh. And then we move on.
0: <laughs> ra- oh, oh um, no. Nah, he's, you know, he's whatever. I mean, you know, bro. Well, people get on drugs and yeah. everybody, ain't. they're not doing. I mean, he's comfortable with the life he's living he's just he was a like pretty boy flashy guy mm-hmm. nice looking and just to see him just dusty it's just like god damn like you really took a like it looks re- I mean it looks bad and you could tell he's his mind is not there mm-hmm. yeah. but you know he's like, did I?
1: he's living and not yeah. only that we all need that friend <laughs> so we don't feel yeah, like you you we're him so fucked that, you up you need that reminder oh, god. <laughs> it's like wow well, I got dealt some bad cards
2: but I did better than he did yeah, yeah, Juan, why do you think you and I are best friends?
4: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A touche. <laughs> I like you, Juan. That's,
3: That's you right. In my book.
1: I realize the imbalance in hate, so I up the marketing money. <laughs> 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 Just so they don't fuck with me. Please, God. Amber Marte, leave me alone.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're nice to you for some reason. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh. So you did the improv, Uh <laughs> went great, you took some time off, uh, and then you went back to it. And uh, I, got, yeah, I got back on stage, and then like, you know, like, by
0: like seven months in, something like that, by six or seven, no, maybe less than that, I can't exactly remember, but I would, the first time I, I featured, I did like two separate sets, mm-hmm. it's like a half hour, half an hour a piece. And I did two different sets because I was just trying to figure out a way to separate myself. I was like, I don't want to go up and and do what everybody else is doing. They kind of, you know, do their act. They do it honed down or whatever. Like they just, it's and it's fine. It's tight, but I was just like, I got to figure out a way to separate myself. I don't want to be like everybody else. So I kind of did two different sets and stuff like that. And I started doing that more often, and then and then I just, you know, just people just started recommending me for certain gigs and.
1: That started going good or whatever. So. I have a question you, for you. What's up, Juan? Okay, so because I've seen some of your stuff on YouTube and everything like that, Uh and I was going to ask Adam also because I'm assuming you've seen him also. Is uh, is this is a crowd work guy, right? No, I'd say that he's more of a storyteller. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess he's definitely that's true not. Too. Just watching him,
3: I, I, you can speak for yourself. Well, well but like,
1: just from what I saw of him, what you I seem would not so comfortable.
3: Him a, a crowd work guy at all? Well, oh no, go ahead, Juan. When
1: you when you get on you you seem so comfortable, like. Uh, A lot of times it's like when comics get up, they have that, you know, that initial moment and you can like feel that insecurity. Like, okay, I got to get the first laugh. Like Mm -hmm. you didn't, you didn't have that. You just walked up like, I'm going to get that shit. And then just kind of went and it seems so like fluent. It almost seemed Mm -hmm. like not, not that it wasn't rehearsed, but like, I don't know. It just seemed very, uh. Not dry, you know, like a lot of comics they do the same bit over and over and over, and then it's like mm. it almost sounds a little bit monotone because it's like a dialogue yeah. that they memorize. Now he's just describing my set, yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it had more pep no. than that. Is that what you mean about like separating yourself? Because that's what I noticed. Yeah. Like, the energy well, was a lot different.
0: Um, that's just you know, uh, just reps, just the repetition of going up on stage and just and doing it over and over again and then growing in different areas you know not just in the material but like actually like transitioning from um who you are off stage to on stage most people off most comics off stage you know they're very if you just if you get a chance to talk to them uh they're more comfortable they're more loose there's a lot of guys that are that are funnier off stage than they are on stage which is like Lewis Black said, the biggest mistake you can make. But like, it's it's just a thing of 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 growing and challenging myself. Sometimes going up with no jokes prepared and just seeing how far I can talk as myself before I get to a bit that I know is gonna work. And I, you know, I can crowd work for a long time. I can't just do crowd work. I can. Um, my main thing is it is prepared and honed material because well, that is what makes you in my opinion that's what that's what separates great comics from good comics and you've done is, improv too right like improv oh, it's
1: funny yeah I was no, he a,
3: did the improv i was on
1: imp- no but i was on the improv team in high school
3: that's yeah what but that, that's Trent, what
1: I, no that's what i meant was because it, it seems yeah. like the people that have like a hunger for that improv it seems like that would be such an advantage if you go into comedy because Mm-mm. you would have the balls to go cold on something like his that was just, weird
0: his you know? was weird a person so here's what's weird about when somebody does improv and it, and you can take most of what I say with a grain of salt, because I'm I'm still very Yeah, young we're not even this recording shit. this actually. I'm this still very <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm still very young in this shit, so I don't want to sound like I know. But the difference with the reason there's always like a weird beef between improv and stand ups, improv people are one, they're very fucking supportive and congratulatory to everything. Two, um, they're up there with people. Which I, I will say that bomb sucks. If, if you and another person are bombing together, that sucks a little worse. Cause that'd be like we came together to be bad. You know what I mean? Like, so that's like a that's a sucky bomb. But when you bomb as a stand-up, you bomb alone. So you know, you can immediately address the problem. Like, it's me. I can't I have <laughs> nothing else to fall on. No, it's me. To the I puck but also, um, as a uh um people who go from improv to stand-up, the transition is weird because they're they're actually more theatrical. They're very they're they're very big and and boy, when they like they 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 use the sta- you can tell like you like this mm, motherfucker used right. to improv. It's very, it's very like loud, but like no, I just, a lot of my, I do announcements. My dad's a pastor, so I do announcements at church sometimes. I do announcements at church. I used to, I was the announcement clerk, so mm-hmm. I would do announcements every Sunday. Just always being around uh, public speaking, mm-hmm. just from very little. Yeah. I'm, I, I can get a gauge on how the crowd feels or whatever the case may be. Um, so the, the comfort, it took a while. I used to be a very monotone Uh,
3: I I can't imagine uh, that
0: repetitive like very like just you know that what he what he described where you just sound like what the like it just sounds like I'm just reading off a paper right yeah real flat Um, it took a while to like get to that
3: yeah it took about took about four months a, a while son of a bitch <laughs> well, <laughs> I was expecting to say like a year and a half to, I'm like alright nah, I'm it, on schedule this is great well, it's the like thing four is, months well I don't know
0: how long I see this is the thing like alright is it from the progression is the progression from how long you did it to when you changed it or from when you noticed it and then you changed it see cause I might have did it I might have did it una- unaware for you know two and a half years uh-huh. and then when I noticed it it took me four months to change it Right. So I wouldn't say that it took two... I wouldn't say that it took me two and a half years to change it. It took me four months. Once I I didn't notice it before.
3: Do you feel like you changed in your personal life too? Or is, or is that just on stage?
0: Yeah, well, with this year, I have. Mm-hmm. This year, both happened. On yeah. stage and uh, and in my personal life. I'm just more relaxed and more... Do you get to be more like yourself on stage then? Not, yeah, I'm still not, see this, and I'm still not 100% there because I want to I wanna be really, like, my main goal now for the next, next three years is to figure out how to be more interesting <laughs> than funny. Like, I want people to want to, like, no matter what I'm saying, I want them to want to listen to me for a while because they just feel like it's going to go somewhere. I admire dudes that are terrible comics, but they somehow manage to be interesting. you are like, why the fuck am I listening to this guy? And he hasn't said shit funny this entire set, but for some reason, I'm still listening.
1: And they just like. That's Marking Adam every week. You know, <laughs> no, you guys know the most obscure shit. I'm like, I just got waiting here. What meant the fuck? It as a compliment. Yeah. That's what's sad.
0: That's, that's so what's funny. What's yeah, sad. yeah. But it's, it's some guys that just go up and they're interested. Like, not not saying interest, just mean like they're a character or whatever. You just watch it. And you're like, they ain't he saying shit funny. But why the fuck am I, you know, why am I watching this? You know, why am mm-hmm. I still in tune to it? So that's like mainly been the goal, like, you Know as of recently, like, just like, I want to be more interesting, and I, you know, um, so like, an
3: Al- like, so, I'm not saying he's not funny, he's hysterical, but you're thinking like an Ali Siddiq to where it's like a lot of his set is not just straight up funny, it's interesting. He's telling like provocative stories, something that, that touches on a deeper narrative, but then he makes it funny. Yep. So, is that what that's kinda, that's, that's whenever you start saying that, that's who popped into my mind. That's my guy, yeah. it's
0: funny you say that. Uh, I, I gotta call him this way, his birthday's coming up too. But I got to call him and we, yeah, he's, he he's kind of helped me get into that because there's a, like I would bring up stuff, but I would do it very in a shot and it's the amateur way to do it. You do it in a shock value manner mm-hmm. where you kind of get into the thing and you do it and then your, 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 the, the body of what you're saying, it ain't, it's not as tight mm-hmm. because the experience is in there. So you just rush into the punch, or you just and you 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 just slapping the crowd with what you're saying, versus you know being more taking more of a hypnosis sort of approach to it, where Mm -hmm. you kind of string them along with the words, you 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 get to the point and then you just take them slow, and then when the turn happens, they think, they laugh, they think again, and then they laugh again. Were you able to say the premise and just sit back on it, and then? go into what you mean about mm-hmm. it. And um, just, you know, countless hours of talking to him about doing stuff like that. But it takes a while. He's been doing it 22 years. So also seeing that, like being three years in, a lot of guys tell me I'm ahead of the curve mm-hmm. and I appreciate that, but it's, it's like, well, I, I got to catch up quicker because I just, I, I, I want to look like something you can't attain. Mm-hmm. I want to be like how the fuck I want to I want somebody to look at me and be like how the fuck do they? So I write as much as I do and I I I practice. This might sound crazy, but like I try to practice being myself as much as I can, no matter where I'm at. You, like I meet my friend, fuck mm-hmm. it, this is how I talk. Uh-huh. Damn, you look bad, but <laughs> not as bad as they said you looked. Yeah. but yeah. you know whatever. It just you just say it and you just be loose about it and. Because, you know, it's got to be tough. You got to Well, no, you just have to be organic. And like and, and I appreciate him saying that because like to notice that, to be like, hey, you're comfortable up there. It, it takes hard fucking work to get to that point where it just feels fluid. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. seem right. like you've worked on this or whatever. It's like, no, nah, this is just the thoughts that I have tonight that I've said numerous of times. But I need it. It's got to feel fresh tonight. That's what makes a comedian. It's mm-hmm. not if you can get a laugh or you can get consistent laughs. Can you be consistently funny? Can you make what you said thousands of times again? Can you make it funny night night uh, uh you know, can you make it sound brand new every time you do it?: And that's well, what's but, really well, interesting,
1: and that's what I noticed about what I saw of you, and I, that's really interesting that you could see into that yourself, because I would assume as comics, you guys, like this is a long journey, right? it's a marathon yeah i mean you guys i mean you guys talk about doing this years like that's the beginning because you know people have been doing it for 20 something years you know and they've finally achieved like you know uh a level of whatever that you know you would want to have someday but you want to have it faster because man that seems like a long time right you want to have it
0: faster but everything that you like there's stuff i got i i auditioned for and submitted to that I didn't get. And you you got a bit of you got some bitterness about it, but um then in retrospect you're like, I wasn't ready for that shit. Like <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get it cuz if I had got it, you know, like right. you don't ever want to like you don't ever want to achieve something or or be rewarded something too quick cuz that could be the end. You get mm. it and then you like, I got it. And then you lose it just as fast as you got it. And then there's no rebound cuz you don't yeah. have any experience. To you don't have nothing to fall on. You don't have nothing to to use to catapult yourself back to that. You, you just it's just like a mer- You just gotta take the whole process like slow. So do
1: you guys think that it's important then to have like a, like you were talking about like a mentor, like a seasoned comic, somebody that you know that you can trust that can, you know like give you that kind of wisdom, or is that something you just like kind of figure it out on your own? Yeah,
0: it's it's half and half. You need somebody that's been through shit that you can kind of like, you know, that, that I would say that it's important to, because I don't necessarily have anybody I could just lean on. It's like, right. I'm getting to a point where like, there's, there's certain, pe- I want to hang around people that have the ability to pull me up to a place and not all of us looking and, ho- and in the same sort of hope pond. Like I kinda wanna like like I, I need to be around people that have got shit and because you ever notice, like I don't know if you guys notice, but like like if there's a lot of kids, sometimes like most times like the youngest kid be the most successful because they almost get to see like all of the other kids fuck up mm-hmm. and 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 you know and, and whatever. They get to see all of their mistakes and then they get to kinda weave through and 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 it's like, to me, it's the same thing. Like you want people that's like been in it longer or, or just achieved a bunch of stuff and you get to just sit back and, and, you know, just weed through all of the stuff that they've done and then kind of find the right path Mm -hmm. to try to shoot up. And you, you can't do that shit. If you, you hanging around people that's, that's hoping the same shit you're hoping sort of at the same (coughs) level and they can't really like, I don't want to say they don't have nothing to offer you, but like. He was like, I can't, if I do this, then we all just, I become, I, we become the shit that we, we either laugh at or make fun of, you know? Yeah. So you do need a mentor, but then the other half of it is you figuring it out on your own. Like, that, that's why it's a marathon. I mean, if you ever see anybody run them hoes, ain't nobody leaning over nobody like, hey, bro, how we do, the, how we do mile 18? Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like, no, you got to run that hole on your own, fam. How you do mile 18? It's how you do it. Like, um, but you need some, you know, if, if you finna make like a terrible mistake or you get an opportunity and you don't really know how to capitalize on it, if mm-hmm. somebody was in that same situation and they maybe either screwed it up or they went about it a certain way, they could mm-hmm. tell you like, hey you know, fight for this, do this. You kind of need them just as those pointers, but nobody can really, nobody can necessarily guide you into the right, like like put you on the right track. Um, it, you are, what I'm finding out is like, you are 100% in control of whatever it is that you want to do. And I love it now how it's very Wild Wild West because you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Am I talking too much? No, no, no. Oh,
3: all I, right, right. I feel like I'm <laughs> maybe I talking like, way too much. How could he feel me thinking that? No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want <laughs> so it to be like really sex. intuitive. No, you don't want you your comedy career to be like sex where just nobody helps you. You have no fucking clue. You don't even know how to fucking finger till You're like 32. You're like what the? F- you know, you want somebody to give you That's hand. called a bad partner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like honest truth, man. Like.
0: I am jealous of people that found true love. I've been married for five years. This guy. <laughs> and <laughs> she's not my true love. Oh my God. She's got my back, and I can count on her for a lot of things. But the shit that like where I think about like, like could I like the thought of being old with her frightens me. Because <laughs> that's like, oh, I didn't find true love. I just kind of adjusted. And she's a great woman, but Mm -hmm. she's, I'm priming her up for the guy that's supposed to be with her
3: (laughs) because I am not it. It's just, Who can you, who in your entire life can you point to like, oh, they had true love? That doesn't, that is a a false narrative.
0: Everybody that found it, one of the people died early.
3: That'll be me. Exactly. It's It's gotta be me. No, that's because they had the honeymoon period. Uh, and then it, they probably went through some really tough times. But when you die uh, young, it's like, just like uh, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, when you die young at a height, there's none of that downhill slide. Plus you have, you look in the rear view mirror, everything looks better
1: yeah. uh, once yeah. it's
3: gone. Yeah, a hundred percent. Except um, that you can't like because
1: you're dead.
3: <laughs> I'm saying like marriage for me, well, what do I know about marriage? But like, the ones I've seen that are most successful are the ones that are like, well, they have like that, everyone needs to have that, 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 uh, honeymoon period or a passionate kind of side of things. But the ones that like see it as a partnership, I think those are the ones that yeah, are successful. But the, but that's
0: okay. But that's, that's looking at it like, cause there is, th- once the
3: law gets involved. If you have anyone who's, you're passionate and in love with the whole time. They're taking advantage of you because they're like, no, "I gotta keep this guy happy this that, whole time." No,
1: oh that god,
3: yes, ex- no, no, no. <laughs> that shit exists. I'll tell
0: to you, maybe who is really good at this shit, who's really good at keeping that passion and interest alive all the time, Asian women.
3: I'm you listening, have... dude. This motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not lying
0: to you. <laughs> Asian women, for whatever reason, and and I'll say this, in particular interracial Mm -hmm. couples where Uh the woman's Asian Mm -hmm. and the guy is whatever. I can attest to this personally. You can attest. The shit is just... Oh, do gloat. I don't know (laughs) if it's the Buddhist sprinkle. (laughs) I'm being honest because it's all, you know, because they come from a a, a civilization of of mostly peace and love. Mm -hmm. That's what they... I don't know if it's that,
3: but like... Yeah, the Vietnamese are really known for peace and love. (laughs) When you're face down in the muck... It wasn't much peace and love going on. Okay, well, you, no, I'm kidding. You took that approach. No,
0: you took that ankle. That's fine.
3: I mean, I'm not <laughs> not saying it's invalid, but uh, hey. but no, yeah. There's some there's some truth. That. There's got to be. I mean, that being said, you can't like it's not all Asian. It's not uh, all
0: Asian. I'm just saying well. they lead in mm-hmm. that. Now there are some people that do have just very peaceful spirits, and if you, it's one of the things where like like all right, this is real shit. Like like. I, I don't look at my wife and say to myself, "Man, I don't ever want to hurt her." That don't come in my Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like how you stopped. It's like real shit, though. But I thought mean, <laughs> he was gonna say like, something like, I don't wanna, In my heart, I'm not sitting there like, "Man, I don't ever want to <laughs> see her sad or break her heart." That don't. I'm not saying it like I just would willingly go ahead and do it. But that feeling doesn't come across me. But that's when people I've had a conversation with. They've been so sweet and kind and everything. And like I'm like if I w- if I was with you, I would never hurt you. Mm-hmm. I would never hurt you. Whatever. Dark- if you have a dark side, because you can you can <laughs> tell if you bring up controversial topics with somebody, especially if it's specific to you know that person's nationality or whatever, yeah. and they still in a kind way express their feelings about you. you go, this is a fucking angel. <laughs> Because you can tweak shit because if, if you can bring up whatever. If you bring up there's certain shit you could bring up around, specifically black women, where you're like, well, I think her weave's finna fall out because she <laughs> is working the shit out her neck right now. And she is letting me know she does not approve of this. No matter how kind she's been through the whole shit. That shit, that turn happens. Yeah. The shit happens with white women and customer service issues. <laughs> you see, I'm just saying everybody has that thing. And I'm not saying it's all, oh, I'm, I'm generalizing. Dry, oh my God. But, but there's, but there's, there's
3: some certain that. people
0: yeah. that are just peaceful where you're like, I, don't, I couldn't even imagine somebody wanting to hurt you or blah, blah, blah. And then they shed a tear in that moment where they're just like, yeah, he fucking cheated. And he fucking, you're like, I would never fucking do that to you ever. I don't have that when I see my wife. Oh my <laughs> I'm trying to cheat tonight.
3: <laughs> like, every time I go on the road to do comedy, I'm like, who's
0: fucking? Oh my God.
3: She's such a nice lady too. I yes, found my be bed. She could be a monster. She could be a monster behind closed doors. She's like, she's yeah, so but nice. like, it's,
0: it's like, man, she's, a, she's hard to deal with. Because she has a great I,
3: podcast too. Uh the Shea Tutton the interruption. She takes off of
0: my pocket every time we do an
3: episode. Those are some of my favorite episodes uh, yeah. so far. It's good stuff. I love doing it with her, but... Uh it, it, the brother whatever. episodes, not so much.
0: I'm not doing those no more. <laughs> I I, uh, I literally looked at the numbers. I was like, boy, it's been a major drop. Whenever <laughs> I put you niggas on, well,
3: I might delete them. I well, think as I soon might as you them talking all. about hockey, I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? What's going on? That's here That's me irritating them. Exactly. Yeah. Was, which they were not biting. They weren't taking the bait. I was like, come they come didn't. On. They they did they, they, they because I I pre-gamed.
0: Oh, I yeah. pissed them off earlier By the thought we start recording. You went real hard in the paper. I'm right like, off nigga, the, the show is now. The show was not 15 minutes ago yeah. when y'all showed up. But
3: so where are you in the age group? You say you're the youngest? I'm second to
0: last. Second to last? Yeah. Okay. And kind of like like my little man, it's just I disappointed everybody. <laughs> like I, I think about this constantly because I, I I I I was a kid that had a lot of potential and I I could have been, you know, I, I just I should have made wiser decisions because I had opportunities to. Mm-hmm. where I'm at a predominantly white school and I'm I'm you know I'm considered a like a like one of the shining stars at the school just be, you know just being funny and the grades and all that kind of stuff and I didn't take I didn't take full advantage of of. I didn't slow myself down and say, like, what do I want to do? But the Nobody house- does. But the household I grew up in, I felt like I didn't have many options. Ooh. It was like play ball or get a job. That's what it felt like. And that literally what it was. Once I didn't play ball, I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just work. And I had so many other things that I, I could have did and just not just... Man, the worst shit you could ever have is, is, is close-minded young parents be- mm. because they're very energetic about their opinions. So when you're a young kid growing up, you take everything as fact because, they say, because they're so passionate. The best parents, the be- if you're going to have any parents, the best parents to me is close-minded old parents because you can always rely on the fact that they're fucking old. Like You can always <laughs> rely on that as a thing. But when they're, when they're young, it, it's because they're so passionate about it when they speak about it. It it just, it gets burnt into your head. It took me a while to really sort of cleanse myself of that upbringing. To the one, I can go home and observe them and be like, y'all suck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. And and I'm going to be like, I'm the complete opposite of
3: y'all. For anyone listening, his wife sucks and now his parents (laughs) suck. My wife does
0: not suck. She's just not for me. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 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 my wife is a good wife for another guy. And I really love I really do love her and I, I I do care about her, but I can't help but notice how we are not compatible. We don't have anything in common. The only thing we really have, we have good chemistry together. Like if we do a podcast and we do stuff like that, because just because we've known each other for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, it it's That kind of shit, where where we just click in that regard. No, you're just being real. That's all. Yeah, she, but she's not. She, I, I'm like, you are not. I let one get away. I don't know who the one
1: is, (laughs) but she is gone. Well, with that (laughs) high school situation, you had a lot of choices, and I'm hoping she's waiting in the wings. Like, uh, you, you finally,
0: you fucking, (laughs) you took the blue pill.
1: See that's why you take that fucker every day, man. Then you're ready. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> Dear God. So
3: what? So uh, obviously you talk about your wife, like in your stand-up, too. Like a, that's been the new challenge this very year. Very freely, and I think it shocks a lot of people, but it's obviously very funny. But like, what was the the moment when that clicked? You're like, I'm gonna go there. It's but you're gonna, see, you're gonna set yourself into a little bit of a hole with some mostly female audience members, uh, but the, you obviously you can overcome that because you get big laughs, but well, was that a conscious decision to go into that subject matter or were you just no, like, fuck it, this, I find this funny?
0: No, it's just, I, my, that's where my life, that's what happened. I got married, I was married and I was doing stand-up and um, there was someone, she used to come to a lot of little shows and shit and that was always like her favorite jokes. And mm-hmm. I just saw them as just jokes. I just was like, a lot of people talk about being married, but they kind of talk about the same shit. Sex, the sex sucks. The this sucks. The blah blah blah. And I was like, well, I'm gonna bring up like just like the stuff I don't like about my wife. <laughs> I want the crowd to feel like, well, why did you marry her? And I'm like, all right, so now you feel how I feel. Like you, like, you like, say like, it
3: so matter of factly mm-hmm. that that's that for me. That's what, like the funniest part about it. As you say stuff, and it's not like you're complaining. It's no. just like this is just what it is. I've just realized this. Exactly. And I'm just putting it it out
0: there. It was the acceptance of like, all right, this is what I marry. And all right, this is what I have to talk about. I don't want, I got like three things I could probably talk about just because I just haven't had enough experiences. And that's actually been the challenge to, you know, do sets and never bring up that I'm married because it's such an easy thing to go to. Mm -hmm. If you see any, any comic that is married, I don't give a fuck they've been married three months. Oh, they've been married 30 years. They got jokes about it because it's the low-hanging fruit of your life. Mm-hmm. And most people in the
1: <laughs> He really liked I don't that. Know why he at that. <laughs> I, I live that. <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: So, um, and then most people in the crowd are married, so mm-hmm. it's very relatable. Huh? Yeah. Now he's really
3: just rubbing and- in on a- us. <laughs> but no, but
0: well, then, now it's just me. But then you're because you're saying what they you know, a lot of them, and, and then some of the stuff I, I am saying, I am saying what a lot of these guys are thinking mm-hmm. because some of them have just mainly been mostly doing Southern crowds. Mm-hmm. They they have wives that are similar to my wife, but they can't, you know, you just got to kind of keep it in and whatever the fuck, and, and I get to go up and say that stuff, but I hate it. It's I, I, I like it for now as a young comic because I'm like, well, good. I'll graduate out of this, and then I'll be able to talk about other things on a on a on a on a much more experienced level. Like I don't ever want to bring up my married. I just wanna I want to be able to go up and you know do an hour and some change, and you don't find that I'm married to the end of the show. See,
3: I'm noticing a pattern, and I see I, I noticed this with a lot of people who are successful or good at what they do, is that they're always ultra critical of themselves and they're setting up new challenges for themselves. Mm-hmm. So you've you you count, you've said a couple times like, well, I didn't fulfill this potential, da 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 Because I felt the same way when I was younger, not comparing myself to you, but like, I was always, oh, I thought I was going to be here at this point. I thought I was yeah. going to be here. And then, because you, you're you constantly striving to catch up. Yeah. And if 100%. you have that mentality, you're going to try that much harder. Because yeah. if you're ever, like, all right, I'm the shit. This 30 minutes, this hour is the shit. Nah, fuck. I've arrived, you're fucked. It's,
0: it, 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 because... All it takes is, bro. All it all it takes is somebody just um, a a, a dash ahead of you Mm -hmm. to to strip whatever you think you're doing is great down, and it can easily humble you that quick. So I hate that I do good, you know, at the level that I'm at as far just comedically because I'm like I know I can be better than this. I know I'm supposed to be better than this. I, should, I know what real hard work is. And, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I write two hours a day, but I'm like, I could be doing more. I could be stripping stuff down better. You know, I could watch no TV. I could just get up and just eight, nine hours a day, just straight comedy. Don't, don't watch anything. But the bad part about comedy that sucks is that you cannot, it's, it's, it's an intake. It, the intake is just as important as what you're exerting. You you can't if you just ex, if you just exert and you just put out you eventually will run out. You mm-hmm. have to put stuff in and have it go through a filter and sit there, and it just takes a long fucking time. So that is the so I, that's the thing I kind of done to justify watching things that are <laughs> different or walking or just go and do stuff like fun activities, just because I'm like I have to I have to take in so that it gives me a different perspective and approach for sure. If I'm just one way. Um, that's how you see that a lot. You see comics like they'll put out specials too quick, mm-hmm. and and everybody has like that weak special. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's because they've kind of they didn't take in enough. You you feel when you watch a special, you feel like you got the B side of the good special. Yeah. You feel like you just got extra material sure. from the, and it doesn't it doesn't feel like they actually went through an experience. They went through a journey, and 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 it's this. It sort of takes you on this ride. You mm-hmm. you just feel like you're getting extra jokes, and um, I I just you know like I say, just try to watch and observe that. But like, I, I could be working. I should be working way harder than I am, and I'm I'm putting out more content and trying to stay active. But it's a fu- you realize why it's a fucking marathon because then the game changes again, and then you got to adjust to whatever the wave of that shit is. And you know the only uh, essential thing. The only common denominator to it is: is if you are truly funny, you remain through whatever. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. just you want to become sort of a timeless vessel.
1: Yeah, because yeah, nobody he, saw COVID coming. Funny. You say what? Nobody, nobody saw. saw COVID coming, I mean, and what impact that would have. Bill Gates saw that shit coming. <laughs> he bought it. Exactly. But I mean, it's the comedy man—it <laughs> put a lot of. Com- We've talked to a lot of comics, and I mean, it's it has shut a lot of people down. It just weeded out. You know, what I, what
0: I love about it is that um, if, if, you're, if you're a lifer, then it was just time off. Mm-hmm. It was probably time off that was much needed, you know, to just slow down and reflect and readjust and figure out what you're going to do and what you're going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got friends and stuff that's like, oh, I'm rusty, I'm this, and I'm that, and I'm blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Because I, I, I don't feel like that. It took me a while to like get used to like what am I going to do on stage and blah blah blah. But then like not to sound arrogant or anything like that, but like the reflection I had during COVID was like, bro, you you are comedy. Like you 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 everyone if if everyone says you're naturally funny and you wanted to do it because you felt you were naturally funny and you've heard this for forever. This isn't a thing that you are trying out to do. This is your lane. This mm-hmm. is the only thing That when you went to do it, nobody looked at you crazy for doing it. It was almost like, yeah, that that makes perfect. Nobody was shocked that you tried it. This is what you're supposed to be doing. And this is a good time to go on stage and be the thing and not do the thing.
1: I really have always felt that comedy is more of a gift than something that you can learn. I mean, there's a a lot of learning. uh Yeah, there's a lot of skill set to it. But it's like you either naturally have that ability or you just don't.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, but this is the thing. There's guys that are, because there's different genres and there's and there's different uh, very, man, this is getting real crafty. This is fine? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fine. Okay, but it's different variations of comedy too. So, like, there's people that, you know, they're not necessarily naturally funny, but they're very skillful joke writers. They know how to, they know they know the math, how to create a joke, mm-hmm. and they can put jokes together well. There are certain people that can put together very funny opinion pieces or- You know, there's people that just, they know how they pontificate well. Mm -hmm. And there's just different layers to it and different genres to it. So, you know, the gift part is when it just kind of flows through you, Mm -hmm. where almost no scenario, any scenario you put the person in, they're going to be funny. That's not the case for everybody. That's the gift part. Right. You're like, if this person's on camera, they're funny. If they got to roast somebody, they're funny. If you know, if they're just, like you say, they're just doing stand-up, where it's kind of a mix of a lot of things. They're funny. So you were like the funny kid in school. I was always the, yeah, and it was a conscious choice, because I had so much terrible shit happen in elementary. I got pissed on. I was the the kid that got bullied a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got beat up a lot. Some kids peed on me. I got shoved in a dryer. I got damn all everything. Molested. The whole, everything you could think of. Everything fucking happened, and When I got to the sixth grade, I was just like, "All right, I, I got to figure out a way to defend myself." It looked like it ain't gonna work out physically, so I got to figure out something. And I just was like, "I'm going to roast anybody," like, like, just. And I, I feel bad a little bit. But at the same time, I was just like, well, I was defending myself. Mm-hmm. And but I said some awful shit <laughs> to a lot of people. My goal, the whole sixth grade, was like, and this is fucked up. But I was like, I'm gonna make every girl cry.
1: <laughs> you had the same dream?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what a kindred spirit. <laughs> and then it was like,
0: all right, once I get every girl. I'm going to make every asshole cry. Like every part like
3: whatever and like yeah. cuz that's the hierarchy. That was for me. Fuck all women and then fuck all and assholes. Fuck all assholes. Oh, fuck all so we were clear on that. Okay, good. And then fuck all the guys was, who <laughs> actually
0: you know, dicks. No, so I'm just 11, 11 years old. Yeah, you know, but, but that is but it was that, I feel like it was my that was my uh, sort of hit list. Shay's the only one that punched him in the face. It was, <laughs> it was girls that were mean to me most like really fucking Awful, like just said really bad shit to me and about mm. me and all shit like that all through, and it was it was a lot of anger for that, so it started there, and then it just I just kind of was like, all right, any, and then once I was in eighth grade, it was just like, don't fuck with him don't See, roast any like and that that's what most people know me for. he will fucking he will like so not, but i'm not even I'm not even a roast comic, mm-hmm. even though I got third place in the coast of Coast roast but uh I, <laughs> <brother. Yeah. laughs> helium presents Uh, (laughs) but i'm not really a i'm a rhythm guy like if i i say a thing and it's funny i can feed off the energy of it and then i could just i could roll and roll and go like that but i'm not necessarily a set up punch roast guy but i you know i have done it like i get the idea of of he did the the, structure
3: yeah he did the houston roast he stepped in for 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 zaid and uh like just telling his his jokes with his energy, I was like, there's no way he's going to lose this round. It's like, it's yeah,
0: and that's, ridiculous. that's easy, that's easy. but see, not to, I don't want to sound like that, but I feel like that is a part of the gift part, because, like, you got to know, you got to, all right, it's written here, but you still got to make this, you still got to know how to make this funny. You still got to mm-hmm. know how to say this. If you just say it, and with no nothing, it's just like, damn, you fucked up a good joke. Like, mm-hmm. I got why that was funny, but you said it wrong, and, mm-hmm.
3: you know, the whole nine, so, um, he's got a really good energy on that's one thing i noticed like for you from like as a, a just somebody watching you have a great energy the way you say things like you said earlier it's engaging and it's funny and like the jokes are sharp too but like that's it's a whole package it's like that that part of it i don't know that i mean you're talking about how you're consciously making a more of an effort to do that like, yeah well certain people i don't know that could ever achieve that level uh and i think that like you said earlier with the different kinds of comedy, like there's Norm McDonald's, one my favorite comedy one of, of all time. Too. Yeah, and but he's never going to get that rolling laughter mm-hmm. the same way like a, like a Bruce Bruce. Or, I know what you or, mean. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's just not going to, it's not in his DNA. Mm-hmm. And like I guess certain people can improve on their chances of getting that, but there's you're you're what, fighting an uphill battle that your personality me, was could never win.
0: Making a conscious decision to do to do less, like. Don't try to be funny. Yeah, yeah like, you sit there like, 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 like don't a, a funny, Be funny, like you are funny, and even if you got a half baked idea, just your energy in it alone can can carry you to a point where there you you will see the setup because it has to be jokes, mm-hmm. like cards or whatever the fuck. There has to be jokes there. That is what and and. The decisions on the jokes is what makes you, like, that's that's what separates good comics from great comics. That's why I, you know, I was doing this thing where, like, I was introducing a lot of black comics to white comedians because, I didn't know this, but a lot of black comics that I'm cool with, they only watch black comedy. And they don't get the air quote white comedy, Mm -hmm. but they also don't, they also don't give it a true chance. You know, I like anything. Like, once I get it, I'm like, all oh, right, I got this. I like everything from, you know, something that's just straight up and down as a Mark Norman who's just mm-hmm. a straight up joke teller. Uh versus somebody like a Eric Andre or a Roy Scovel. You know, people that are just like, once I get what you're doing, I lock in and I'm and I give it a chance enough to know what that is. But, you know, they was like, I don't get it and blah, blah, blah. and I was naming I'm naming I'm naming these white comics and stuff. And I had I got them to um I got them to watch uh, different people, and they would recommend me. So somebody, Jeff Joe, I was doing it with him first. Je- I sent Jeff Joe John Mulaney, like, which is which is like that motherfucker is like he's like great. He like almost epitomizes like old school, like like sort of a, a, a classic man stand up comedy. Yeah, just from how he dresses, how he speaks, and he does not waste words. Mm-hmm. It's a very tight uh, uh, stand up set. Mm-hmm. He's like, I just don't get it, blah, 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 whatever, right? So I was like, all right, you sent me somebody. And he sent me T.K. Kirkland. And it's not that he's a bad comic. It's just, well, where is a tight set from T.K.? Because he sounds like he's just like, it's a very, you know, fluid approach. You could tell mm-hmm. he's just whatever. But it, it does sound like he's just reading off his journal. Right. Like he Because it's such a run-on thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, where's the, like, all right, show me a tight set. Well, all that shit he said, he's got to get to it quick. He's got to cut out all of this extra fat part and the shit that's mainly funny. You got to get to that shit within five to seven minutes. It, it doesn't exist. And he probably put himself in a position where he didn't have to do sets like that and have him recorded and stuff like that. But that is the separation from a guy being good to me. And a guy being good and a guy being great. Because somebody that's like as, as vulgar as a Cat Williams, if you strip it down, do you see... The you see like all right that's that bit that's that bit that like you see it and yeah. to me that's important to me and I didn't get to watch white shit growing up in that house I used to get fucked up for watching white programs or just shamed upon my dad yeah. just standing in my doorway like really you gonna watch that now I remember he he let me watch uh, one time I was watching Tropic Thunder mm-hmm. in my room. <laughs> And, and he, and he just white white Jr. and he opened the door and it was on the part where Robert Downey Jr. and Brandon T. Jackson were there hugged uh-huh. where he he says the lines to, to the Jefferson yeah. and my dad opened the door and was like alright you good and then closed the door <laughs> 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 and I was like, hey, thought he was watching some white shit it's just two black people talking
3: I'm like little, little he did he know one dude is in blackface <laughs> oh my god, god you know, that's, like, that's funny it's interesting like. Like, so I go, I, I try to have uh, whenever I did Liberty station, I would have as wide of a group of different kinds of comics. And I've heard people talk about it. I've seen people post about it on, on, on Facebook that there's some kind of like divide in Houston. There's, there's black yeah. rooms and there's white rooms, but I and there's some truth to that, just from what I've seen. Like, you go to Carrington's, it's very different vibe than you go to, like, Rudyard's. It's just very different. But, like, I don't think there's one that's better than the other. And no. I, if it was up to me, everyone would cross-pollinate, and you well, get the best what of the, the best. that's what the
0: improv used to be. Uh-huh. Like, the improv used to be that place where we all crossed, because Ali was there on Tuesdays, and he would sort of merge all of us together, because mm-hmm. he's the guy. We all look up to him. We all love him. And it was his night and the improv, mic, with that being our biggest club, everybody would meet there. So, like, I've never done any of those. I've never done any of the Black Rooms, but we all know of each other because at the improv and just word of mouth and just hearing from each
3: other and stuff like that. I feel like you'd you know, crush it, like Carrington's, or Duck Yeah, Opera. but,
0: like, um, I haven't, I, you know, I hadn't been and I I, I, don't, I don't even know where the motherfucker at. I've never done Karens' I've never been i never went I've never done it and I'm not saying I don't plan on it just you know for me it's like
3: it's on the same night as Rudd's
0: but it's true. like what am I tr- my thing is what am I trying to accomplish at this point because I did go like when I like when I was just playing around with it like kind of doing it every on and off mm-hmm. I did go do rooms like that you know I did go you know to these weird hookah lounge places and stuff like that and you go up and it's unorganized and you don't know when you go up you don't know when you're getting off you don't know and my 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 goal was the stuff i saw on tv my goal is like a late night set or stuff and i just was like how to my thought was just like how the hell am i gonna how am i gonna do anything like how, how am i gonna what i'm trying to accomplish i don't understand how this benefits me I see a benefit like if I got a line of shows up, like mm-hmm. all right, of course, I believe in going out and hitting as many mics as you can and trying to make anybody laugh in different environments. But if you go to a place and it's the same type of environment where like it can get rowdy if you lose the crowd, I'd much rather that because to me that's a that's a true test for what I'm saying on stage because that's most likely what'll happen when you're in certain positions where you do a show. The crowd is prepped for it and you go up to do the show and when you start saying whatever you're saying and you lose them, then it gets rowdy, gets crazy versus it's rowdy, it's crazy and you got to say whatever to spin them. It can affect your set. Now, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, now you got to, your whole set is shock value. Your whole set is cringing. Your whole, I had all that material. I've had all that stuff. I did all that stuff. And you just realize, like, if you do too many of those shows, you start becoming the guy that you ask a bunch of questions before you start. saying, how many people here married? Uh-huh. I, I, who's dating? You just fucking how many? What do you eat? Yeah. No, whatever. You
3: guys ever been to this place? Or so you just like every you're starting like three to four minutes behind. Every and, yeah.
0: premise is is stated with some type of co- because you're trying to gain their attention. Where it's like, nah, fuck that. Like, I gotta figure out a way to bring them to me mm-hmm. in a more organic way. So it's either I'm a you know whatever I I just gotta mention something that's in the room, be very present in the room, for as long as I can be present, mm-hmm. and then start the material. And I don't mind doing those rooms, but you also know what type of jokes will work there. And I I'm very like I don't want to fall into the habit of writing those type of because if you start killing like that you, you you it's very easy to cater to a specific audience and then you start sounding
3: you know you just you and I'm yeah. I'm just not I don't Yeah, bussy that. jokes don't play very good.
0: At, yeah, at Carringtons. It, <laughs> yeah, stuff like well it, it's a lot of stuff that you know they you know I could imagine you want a lot of relatable so I would end up doing a bunch of you know being married jokes mm-hmm. and I'd be doing a bunch of like Insulting, hard-hitting punchlines mm-hmm. because it, they would laugh hard. It would, but it would, plus, the, you gotta,
3: just gotta get their attention.
0: And then the whole set would sound like I just roasted my wife the whole time. And they'd be like, "Oh, that was great," but I'd be like, oh, "That's not what I'm like. I want to, you know, it's fine, but like, I want to, I want to get to a point where I'm, I'm polishing this up because mm-hmm. you just, you, you, you don't. I don't. I want to be a professional. Like, you want to be respected." And there's a lot of dudes that they've they've done shows like, they've done shows like that and Mike's like the whole career and you can see like, yeah, this dude didn't, he didn't take the time to to slow down and polish this shit up to give himself a decent opportunity. And then with the opportunity that he got, you may have killed and, and used all of whatever you gained from stuff like that, but... You know, it just you see it. It's a mm-hmm. difference in guys like Ali, and then other guys that remain nameless, right? Because he, he, you know what I mean. Like he, he honed it, and he's, and he got it where it's not on no coonery shit. He's not. That's a black term. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you know what I mean. He's learned not, that recently. He's not jobbed up, or he's not. He's not. Uh, uh, it's not. A, it's not buffoonery. Mm-hmm. There's levity in it. There's, you know, he has knowledgeable bits. He also has relatable bits. He, he's. The, it's a reason he's the best. Mm-hmm. And I would rather look at that approach and be like, how can I, you know, what I mean? Like how 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 can I get to that? It takes a long time, but I feel like, like it'd be
3: more challenging, more rewarding. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. So, um, but the the scene is split up like that because. A lot of a lot of those
3: they don't feel comfortable at. I wonder if it's the, a geography thing because it almost seems like it's almost half that. Because basically, like all Carrington's Duck Off, um, the the library uh, that Ken Mills puts on, okay. it's a really fun show. Um, it's also like it's all South uh, Houston, and then you'll have like Rudd's is like right. It's Midtown yeah, uh, Improv up. is kind of. Uh, off, yeah. Toward, headed into the west side, side. of town, uh-huh. uh, and then secret groups east downtown. But like, it's, it's, it is weird because uh, you'll see a couple of people back when the secret group had like a shows like every night, and a lot of open mics and stuff like that. You see a couple of people that were coming out, but it was you. You would think that you're in two different comedy scenes. Yeah. You go to one like like, Ray, like I recently like Ray said Cetera at all, and um, I was a <clears throat> gosh fucking up his name. But there's a whole bunch of people who I'd never even heard of. And I go to the show, and they got, like, posters and everything. I'm like, oh, what, yeah. I'm like, what like the fuck?
0: they doing it up, and it's big. and It's like, it's fine, but, like, you know, I'm... Lil' Daryl, that's who I was thinking of. Lil' Daryl. And I, I did a show, because that was the He's thing fine. that happened. I did a show with him, and it was cool. And we had kind of both heard of each other in the same sense, where, like, a lot of people were saying that we were, like, like you know, as far as up-and-coming guys, you know... Both Lil'. <laughs> but people you know people would would say me and him uh-huh. and like y'all gotta meet him and then we did a show together and you know we respect for one another and I was like man I know you probably heard a lot of wild shit about me I've been deemed this and been deemed that and all cause just cause I don't I've never gone at those deemed the king the chosen no, one no 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 it was very he's real humble shit. he's real humble it was <laughs> a lot of negative shit and but there's the thing, like when I had Thought Bubble, when me and Zai was doing Thought Bubble, uh-huh. you know, a show we're doing 20 plus minutes whenever we get to go up, I get to get more out of a set versus, you know, waiting at a, like I say, at a lounge, you know, what the fuck's happening, you know, what the fuck's going on. You're just sitting there waiting and waiting and then you go up and then, the, and then I'm like, I don't, I like, it's not that I don't have it or I can't do it. Cause if I sit there long enough, I'll figure out how to, I'll figure it out and I'll like, all right, I know how I got to approach this set and I'll go up and, all right, let me be present. Let me be this. Let me do this bit. Let me, all oh, right, I got a bit like this. Let's see what this maybe can stretch to. Maybe this go to. It's a workout. Like, it, I could get something out of it versus if I'm doing 25 minutes of like, I can get my thoughts all the way out mm-hmm. and I could be like, all right, I need to trim the fat on this. I need to, and then I get to come back the next week and do a refined version of it. Right. I'm going to get more out of that than waiting to go up, you know, in front of, Six people, for, is, you know, five to seven minutes in a weird hostile environment. Is while that, I'm screaming the whole time. Yeah. Is if that, you ever watch a, a, a Instagram story or them mics, that shit does not look fun.
3: It's <laughs> pretty, it can you, be fun. If you, you, you hear
0: people talking in the background, you hear a motherfucker low on the ground. Oh. Y'all ever motherfucker go to the store and then a nigga be in that motherfucker. Like you just you just hear barely anything. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ever be at the motherfucking store? my man my man you go to the stove my man like he's like trying to get somebody into the show fuck
3: that
0: yeah I'm yeah, just going do my stove bit
3: so it's like so speaking of the, that uh, being able to get a solid 20 minutes like uh, a week uh, like on one show it's where you can kind of stretch your legs and then you're like okay I can refine this is that part of your reasoning for like um, staying in Houston because you going to get that quality stage time no I'm in Houston because my wife can't survive without me
0: <laughs> You want the raw truth? That's why I can't. I would have been left if this bitch didn't need me. You know what I'm saying? There's but law
3: schools in, in she's, New and New York, she's and she's doing and yeah.
0: And, and the honest truth is, I I have enabled her to do a lot of stuff. If she was with, he's basically other, a martyr, is what he's getting. And it's here. like, if, <laughs> and I'm not in any way like I support her. I want her to be the very best that she can be mm-hmm. because, to a degree, I believe in happy wife, happy life meaning this not you a this bitch slave mm-hmm. or or you know you you a yes man or whatever mm-hmm. meaning if she is happy mm-hmm. in her life if she's not bitter about anything mm-hmm. then it is a more peaceful life there's nothing better than a career woman and and you know and she's in the career she wants to be at and she's thriving that that's a very prolific being mm-hmm. because women tend to they tend to give more once they gain so, but if you're dealing with a lady that's like struggling to get to a certain point, she's mad about this, she's angry about, that is the woman that is never happy. Mm-hmm. That is the woman that cannot be pleased. And I want her to be as as happy as she can be and be exactly what it is that she can be. And I do believe that she can' fulfill all of that. But in the meantime, you're holding me back, bitch.
3: <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this is sounding
0: way too profound. I was like, this is going ha- to stop
3: real quick. No, I don't mean it
0: like that. But like, yeah, I've waited out for a while, but I- I'm probably going to try to do a lot of back and forth shit to Atlanta as of right now. Why um, Atlanta versus uh, New Yorker? Well, the, the main curiosity. goal is to go to London. What yeah, I should be saying is, what are you about, trying to Hendrix be, Hendrix over here? People, fucking why London Nuggets? <laughs> no way,
1: man! Have goals, live like the such- dream.
0: You know why you go to London as a Black American? Why? Because you are immediately interesting. You could, but the mm-hmm. what your stage presence is is, no. is if I all right, name a place where you would be. No, would, no, 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 just name a location. Orlando, Florida. No, all right. That's not what I meant. But exactly. you know what I meant for comedy. Uh, I don't know New Zealand. He just not, now he's he's going opposite of what I mean. But yeah. you see what I mean. I'm LA. Like, but if I go to L.A., I'm just another black comic that moved from Houston. If mm-hmm. I go to New York, I'm another black comic that moved from Houston. Atlanta, I could probably blend in. I could. There's a certain side of Atlanta that that is sort of it's what? sort of a white side of Atlanta. It's weird. There's a, a, a side of Atlanta that gets shows like that gets that works at Tyler Perry Studios, uh-huh. and then there's a side of Atlanta that does Adult Swim. Like it's like it's like, a, it's, like it's weird, but I'm sorry, I didn't mean it's but it's like weird, like sort of that sort of split like that. But but if you were to if you were literally to name any comedy hurting, scene in
3: Houston, if
0: I move, if I do any of that, I'm just a part of the herd. If I go to London. Uh huh. You are a part of the herd, but you separate yourself because one, you're American. Uh-huh. But two, you are a Black American.
4: Uh-huh.
0: The bonus is that you are funny slash talented. So th- I wanted to go there, and comedy is very big and very huge there. That was my next question, and yeah. I I calculated this, and everybody I pitched it to said it was a great idea.
3: But our that's didn't want to compete with you. But our
0: president <laughs> banned the shit out of travel. Yeah, <laughs> man. Well, that's good, so yeah, I I have to wait and I have to figure out whatever, but. That's why I want to go. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be tough for me to move there because I was trying to get a visa and move in. It's going to be tough. So I got to kind of grow as an immigrant and different things like that. Mm-hmm.
3: Got to learn the language. It's going to be tough.
0: Oh, yeah. Got to learn
3: English. Real <laughs> English. OG
0: English. Uh, Say
3: garage. Yeah. Uh, aluminium and all gotta those.
0: Got to learn pillaging English. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, the good stuff. <laughs> no, gee,
0: so, raping that type of thing.
1: Yeah, you know the, oh the OGs, you know the,
0: the yeah. colonizing English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, that was that's the main goal to go. To. I want to, and I still want to go there eventually. You know, even if it's just for seven, eight months, just to go because I think I could. I, I, one, it would help me. It'd be a completely different. Uh, it would, it would, it would change my perspective on everything. It'd be completely different from anything I've known. I've, I've been around. I grew up under, and. Um, that, that's the main goal. I want to go there because
3: it's just, just the. Is that do, Slade advice or, no, not, or what's, no. a, what's that guy who was on Whiskey Brothers right before you? He still, John he was Wesley? On, No, he was on, he was on this week. Um, oh, Sandra Dreads. Yeah, He's still so on he there. Talks he talks about just, going like over Europe and stuff like that too, right? Well,
0: they talk about going to go do shows. Oh. They, they don't, they're not talking about. Living there. You have to learn
3: a whole new currency.
0: And they make, well, and Slade does do, he does have to ride the tube. He does do European trips and, you know, he moves internationally. He has, we've talked about it, but like, I, I, I have a different (laughs) advantage. I have a, I have just have a different advantage and I'm, I'm not, I'm also, I'm not evolving the same Mm -hmm. just from looking at everybody else, you know, I'm 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 trying to approach it differently, and I'm I'm not. And other people have gone over there and, and been successful. I'm not saying it in that sense. It's just for how different people see me, how I speak, and whatever the case may be. I feel like if I went over there and be this, I could really I could change my life.
3: You're um, definitely going to separate yourself from the herd. Like there's no doubt about exa- that. That's the there's there's no trade equivalent. And I don't know if I can London. Do that but is that a good thing because you're that's what you are here in houston you're 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 big in, a, in an environment that's somewhat a uh, smaller and there you're going to be big uh, but are you going to be go here's my question so uh-huh. that's what i was getting at with the uh, kind of the stage time which makes a lot of sense you're getting hours and hours of stage time uh over years which is uh-huh. huge and i've heard a lot of people talk about moving to new york and then moving right back because they're like there's no quality stage time. You're starting from scratch. Yeah, but like the thing I'm wondering is like, if you go to, a, a, and I'm not shitting all over your ideas. I mean, you you have not thought about it more than I have. No, but if you go to London, are you going to be sharpening your skills against the best in the game? So yeah, it's yeah like,
0: because all right, I'll just all right, you know I'll, I'll tell you, you, you you go as a visitor. Mm-hmm. You don't ever you don't go anywhere you move to. You don't tell them you're moving there. You tell them you're visiting. And then you go and you do a bunch of shows. Trump, then, you heard it
3: here first. It's all fraud. He's not really visiting. He's moving over there. Get his tax money.
0: But no, you, you go and you say you're visiting. Honest truth, you, go, you say you're visiting. Mm-hmm. People give you show. They, they put you on shows because you're visiting. Mm-hmm. You go and you crush it. They say, how long are you in town? You just be like, oh, I'm, oh, man, I don't leave until whatever. You say a month out. I don't leave until whatever. Oh, man, I got a show. Da, da, da. So when you go... You 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 just end up just keep booking shows and because that's the networking process. You just keep trying to do shows, do shows, do shows, do shows. You just keep doing as many shows until you're there, and you gotta kind of start. Well, you eventually you're gonna hit the mics, but you kind of you just kind of put yourself in the loop because you're doing the mics and you and they're booking you on shows, and you just gotta murder, you gotta mm-hmm. crush it on the shows. Every time you go up, just crush it and be innovative, be different, be what you are. And, you know, you, you have to do mics for a while, but you're not going to go that long without doing shows. Yeah. Because somebody's going to be like, hey, the, you know, whatever. They'll end up hitting you up and then you'll end up. What a lot of people do is they go up, they just move to the place, and then they start off as an open. They end up just doing mics. Mm-hmm. So then you get viewed as an open micer. So nobody books you. And then you just be there for you. The key is to go and do as many book as many shows as you can before you move. You're moving. That, yeah. don't, don't nobody know you are moving. Don't yeah. Nobody got know where you stay or no shit like that. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm just here. Blah blah blah. And then it's that. And then and then it's just that.
3: So um, yeah. I and mean, then that's the plan. That has you, anyone? Have you? Is there anyone you can like point to that has taken that trajectory? I know that like Hannibal Burris has talked about. Like he went to like Amsterdam. He did Edinburgh.
0: Uh, he did the Edinburgh Fest. So, is this
3: like a a, a path you're modeling after somebody else or no. are you trying to blaze a whole new no, path? No, I'm
0: trying. So, the thing is, every time I think I'm being different, uh, I keep getting compared to Patrice O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Every time I think I'm thinking outside of the box or whatever, somebody brings up Patrice, which I didn't find out about Patrice O'Neal until like after I got into comedy. And people brought him up, and, and I'm not lying. I would watch old shit, not his stand up but I would just watch old shit of him talking and mm-hmm. I would get like chills because it would be stuff I've... It, it would be something I would connect to so hard that I've said or or whatever, I could see myself through him. And um, yeah, and it, and even to the point where I was like, I think I'm going to go to London. They're like, you know, Patrice did that. I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> what the fuck? I can't do shit. Like, like everything is guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, I didn't try to... um. No, I just I thought it was just a I just feel like it's a it's a different move. It's a much different move than the most com, you know, LA, Chicago, New York yeah. and even Atlanta. And I'm really just trying to, you know, see if I can weasel myself through in Atlanta because right now they're really the only shit that's filming, really. Yeah. And um there's a black owned studio there. And there's a, you know, it's a long line, it's compa- I'm certain it's competitive, but I think it's just going to come down to a, a confidence issue. And that, that's really the, the, the move I'm thinking about, man. I, I shouldn't even be saying this shit. You're not supposed to <laughs> so, say what the fuck you're going to do. You're supposed to
3: move in silence. So what <laughs> surprises me about the Atlanta thing is that if you were to ask, like, to say what is like one of the – so it's one of the three biggest scenes probably. Maybe Chicago would be somewhere in the yeah, top um, four. And But if I were to say, like, any of them that were closest to, like, a – like a Carrington's or a duck off or that kind of a feel yeah, well, of the major ones, by far and away, would be Atlanta. Yes, but
0: in everything, look, you select, you are in control. You decide, you select where you're gonna go. Yes, there is a side of that that is that. But then there's another side of it that is just like whatever, the opposite of what that scene is like. And you just, I'm, I fit in. It's sad, but I fit in better with that group of people. I fit in better with weirdo white people, or you know, whatever. I just they like me as their black friend. I'm small, so they consider me harmless. Uh, you know, <laughs> and, it is, and, and they they consider me flippant and all this different. Sh- so you like that kind of person around? Um, I'm not saying I don't. I wouldn't fit a merge or whatever in the black. But I, I'm more of like, you know, I'm more of like. Uh, uh, someone hears about me at another side and they go bro you gotta get this, this guy's funny blah 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 and then I go and then I do the thing and they go that guy was really funny and then that's you know and it's like that I'm not I don't think as far as grinding up in like that I don't I'm not I'm not really cut from that kind of cl- because I didn't grow up around I grew up around I mostly grew up around white people mm-hmm. that's I. I am like right now even right now, certain black comedians would be uncomfortable. They're like, "I'm the only black person." They they bring a homeboy. they just bring, that's why that's why you see. Are you talking about E. Green comes
3: black- over weekly? Really? No.
0: When black men <laughs> get rich, that's why they always got like a a, a a weed roller. They just need somebody. He's in this meeting. It's just all Jewish people, and they got one dude just there rolling weed. He's just like, "I'm good. I ain't the only one." But I'm I'm very. It's just like eh, Me, I think it's just. It, it, I don't feel uncomfortable around it. And I'm not uncomfortable around a lot of black people. I'm just mostly the quiet per- I'm the quieter person in those circles. Unless someone asks me something and then I have to amplify it up and then I do it and then I, I chill. I'm not really, because I, I can't tell where the conversation is going to go i was like, is this nigga really mad or like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Juice
3: <laughs> is still steaming about that. What's who's juice. He is pissed. He's, he's coming after you. No, I'm fucking man? with oh. you.
2: <laughs> nah, I just, that was
3: hilarious. No, man, but he's know. uh Trey is hilarious on, on the, uh, the porch. Uh, like if we're comics, they'll hang out outside of the show. Uh, I kind of sit on the outside of that, uh, for, for now. But, uh, he, him, uh, he just like kind of holds court, and now he got this cigar gimmick. Uh, not gimmick. I mean, uh, thing going on. Gimmick, gimmick. Uh, <laughs> it's just it makes it adds a whole other layer to it. He's holding court, just busting chops left and right. He's kind of going down the row. He's like, do who's I look next? like
0: an asshole when I do this. No, it's
3: fun. <laughs> is it fun? It seems like a fun vibe. For I, sure, I'm
0: coming from a fun, like almost like a a a, a, a cookout sort mm-hmm. of. Like I don't want you know what I mean. Like when you go visit your family, they're gonna bust your ass. Like they're gonna. They especially if you ain't seen them in a while or something like that. They're gonna fuck with you. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're into, but it's all like from a play. Like I love. Like if somebody comes over here and fucks with you, I got your back. You (laughs) know. But I'm I'm gonna fuck with you about this thing, and I I like it like that. I like it. So it should be. Like yeah, it's it creates more humor. It creates ideas even. Yeah, and then people leave. If you had a bad set. But, like, the hang was fun. You feel better about fixing your set. You uh-huh. know, you can at least approach it at a more positive angle. Like, all right, let me try to whatever. I just, I like, I like when everybody has a good time and everybody feels good. It feels great when, I, I can have a great set or whatever the fuck, but, like, if, if I'm outside and somebody goes, like, man, I was going to leave, like, an hour ago. But like you started doing whatever, and I I, I stayed because whatever that makes me, I feel better about that than the set because especially during now when everybody lives being fucked up and it's, everything's crazy, yeah. Just to leave with that good feeling inside of like I had a good time tonight, like I just had a good laugh, I had a good conversation. Man, this was just such a good time. That that feels better than than any fucking set you can do just because that's it's almost more genuine, you know. Um, I mean I like cigars. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to die the
3: gimmick line stuck in his head. <laughs> I know
0: head. but I'm I you know I I started smoking them and I love the respect you get when you light one up. Like even though it is the most pretentious thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> get him <them> a snifter <laughs> brand of brandy the equivalent of ten fucking cigarettes and not <laughs> inhale it like you literally just like letting off smoke the yeah. <laughs> time, but people see you doing it and they're just like all right like so, it, it
3: gives a it gives a confident vibe for sure yeah and
0: it's my it's funny like it's become my thing that like like now people know me for the cigar now <laughs> like a weird like but i'm ne- i'm probably not gonna never not smoke them because um i slow down so i you know i only i don't smoke them alone. i don't smoke them when i don't do comedy
3: mm-hmm. um it's ma- like ma- i don't fuck prostitutes unless i'm doing comedy <laughs> <laughs> it's a comedy thing it's it's for comedy purposes yeah no. um sometimes you so just I- l- gotta
1: give yeah, but most
0: times it's after a set, or it's I try to save them for after shows. Mm-hmm. So you know, I go to Fort Worth this weekend. I'm yeah, I'm I'm smoking, you know, after every uh set. I'm also there's a lot of things I'm changing about on my appearance and stuff on stage. Really, yeah, um,
3: very just interesting. What you're
0: different and stuff like it's just you want to be res- like realizing realizing like. The separate, just weird separations, just weird little things mm-hmm. of of people looking at you differently. It's is something as small as how you dress on stage. I think so important an eye, as
1: hell. Eye patch. Uh, say that again, buddy. Say again. I think one. it's super important. I often ask myself a lot of times when I see comics, like, uh-huh. why are you dressed like that? You're doing a show. I don't know. Like yeah. to me, if you're doing a show, I want to look like Cat Williams. Like you know, I, and, I, and see, and this is the thing. No matter who is on the
0: show, when Cat Williams steps on the stage, you go. Even if you don't know who he is, if you don't even you never seen him, you just see the name Cat mm-hmm. Williams, and then he approaches the stage. You go, like, is that the guy? Just because how he's dressed, yep. you know, like there has to be the guy from the. I really look, and it's just a. I'm at a point where, like, I'm wanting to sort of, I want to separate myself, even if I'm not quite ready. I just want to put myself in that to get better. I've just heard, I've heard enough stories of guys headlining and they go up in a headline and the feature has a great set. They come and tell the guy like, hey man, you're going to middle. We're going to pay you the same amount of money, but just for the sake of the show, we're going to have the feature close it out. And they still end up doing great things. So it's expected like, it, it, it can happen. Slot? It can Yeah, because sometimes you at a city where this dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, Let's say you headlining and they're like, hey, Ali, Sadiq, do you want to... You mind middling for this dude? Like, yeah, I'm in town. I have an off week. I'll take the feature money to do whatever. Mm. This guy's a headliner. He's the number one comic to watch, according to Comedy Central. You know, the poll that they put out. He's the guy. And you got to... You're headlining. And this is the dude middling. You in for a fucking rough week. Yeah, you're (laughs) fucked. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So... It may be a thing where they're like, well, Ali, just close it out and he'll, you know, just for the sake of the show. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that that dude still won't achieve shit. He just had a rough time when he came to Houston. So it's just, but it's also just like like the appearance and if I'm doing a show and I'm, especially if I'm doing a club show or if I'm, if I'm from now on, if I'm closing out shows that going to be packed and stuff like that. I want to. I want people to look at me and be like, "That's the guy." Like, okay, I think he's he's supposed to be it. Just because I want respect. Now, if I ever get anything like special related, I'm gonna do it in shorts. Sh- <laughs> he's just trying to piss people off. Just because there's this whatever stigma about uh, y'all might not know, but it's just, where the weird, fuck it's, did this come shorts from? Shorts on stage. I Don't know where the fuck this came from. But just to prove. Just a, whatever. I'm rocking shorts on stage <laughs> for the first one.
3: <laughs> really going for that image you were just talking about. <laughs> it's really important. Nah, I was like, look, this is pre-recorded. You uh. know what
0: I mean? Which I probably name it that. Pre-recorded. And whatever the name of <laughs> the venue is, it's pre-recorded. Boom. I put it out. Bam. Now, look, if you come to see me live and it ain't been recorded, you know, I'll, I'll be dressed nice. There I won't have on shorts. You know what <laughs> I mean? I get, you get the slacks when you come see yeah. me. <laughs> it's not slacks? A, yeah, I I'm going to
3: like... imagine you Because slacks. I... There's there's, a, there's pictures of me on Instagram where like... Believe it or not, I'm not just trolling through your Instagram no, account. No, I know, but... Uh, I, you, 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 I, actually, that's exactly you, what I'm doing. you yes. probably seen it. But, um...
0: No, just meaning like I, I wore it and I, I, I felt good... I. Hey, I used to didn't like. I said I grew up like this. Like I knew how to tie a tie before I knew how to tie my shoes. My dad was like, I'm super into fashion, and my dad really, I mean, he really instilled that shit in me. Like, you know, we didn't go hunting or nothing like that. We went shopping, mm-hmm. and he just taught me the the different ways to dress and different stuff like that. And, and times he's seen me like, you know, put my own stamp on the stuff that he's taught me. He's always just been like, man, I'm he. He's more impressed at that than. Others, I've, the other stuff. He's like, you, you know, you're dressing lazy. He can't stand it, and um, you just there's a different. It's a different. If I got on, but slacks, if you showed
3: up at Secret Group dressed sharp, like dressed like a, in slacks. And the and thing, so, if I'm doing the interruption, right, right. Uh, I love that show. It's a very fun and show. Anyone who's listening, like, this if you're in Houston and you see that show, go see it. You're gonna have a great time. Thanks, man.
0: Um, I'm hoping to you know get to a chance to do it again, but. You know, I I'll probably I probably dress up a little better this time because I just I kind of wear jeans and sweatshirts and, and, and my hat backwards mm. and Jordans and it was like cool and it was it's a fun relaxed thing but like you know you just it, it's a it's a there's a respect you and I'm not saying I'm deserving of any respect but you just want people to get to a point where they approach you differently about stuff. And it's, it's hard to, when you could be really funny, but that one thing that'll just get people to hmm. look at you differently and want to deal with you differently is that they feel like you take it seriously. And the one thing in that is
3: your appearance, is the attire. He's going to uh, be wearing Sperry's and uh, <laughs> frat wear.
0: <laughs> my, this is honestly, we went to a car lot to go purchase a car. Uh-huh. I remember we pulled up and my wife was like, let's go. I was like, why? She was like, this motherfucker has on a warm up." She was just like, I just don't oh, want to do oh, business oh. with him because he's out here in a fucking Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> Are you suit, fucking kidding like me? Like a Russian mobster. Like, it was just like, <laughs> a no, good point. Not I get the fuck out of there. You're like, I, want, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on in this place. Give me somebody that... But if you go to a place and... The, I'm not saying like that, but if a dude just has on slacks and he's, hey, how yeah. you doing? What You just... Something about the negotiation... You, he's probably gonna fuck you harder. Mm. You know what I mean? The dude dressed more <laughs> casual, probably gonna be like, all right, we ain't gonna charge yeah. all that interest. <laughs> yeah.
3: He'll probably tell you his commissions, like, that's all I want. That's all
0: I am just trying to get my. He might be more honest, but it, it's some, that initial thing. And yeah. when you step on the stage, you wanna look apart, like, really look like. And I can't like shine away from him so much. I was just, I, didn't, I didn't, I don't feel comfortable. I, I, I felt like I couldn't be goofy. I couldn't be silly if I'm dressed too seriously. And then I was just like, no, nah, like... Ali
3: does it all the time.
0: Huh? You said it again? Ali
3: Sadiq does it all the time. Yeah. Because I, I, cause I uh, helped out on a show he did at Rec Room and he he came out in this real nice suit and I was like... He came across it because I just, like, the very tiny interaction I had with him before he went on, this dude was ultra serious I was like man. And I, 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 I'd, I'd never seen joke. I'd never seen any of his comedy never seen any of his jokes never seen this guy before I can't, I've heard his name like everyone's like oh this guy's this guy's hilarious and my interaction was like man this guy is business this guy is yeah. serious and he got on stage and was freaking hysterical so I obviously didn't take away from it, it no my, and
0: it's a comfortable thing because I've never you know what I'm saying it's just weird to be when you're in that but like I, I was like alright I have a I have a look where I could be sort of in between it and I'll you know I I think I can nail it and I'll look I have a look enough where it won't look too it won't look you know it'll fit
1: right there so <laughs> I um, know I, that I feel more confident in a pair of Gucci's you right? know like, no <laughs> like <laughs> people have literally stopped me before and thought I was famous just because of the way I look just cuz yeah, I you I Man, I'm I'm not. How bad did you take advantage of that? Uh, Dude, they got autographs and everything.
2: (laughs) Paul Um, Walls really let himself go. When I I don't know, I just tell him he sells drugs.
1: (laughs) People ask me that all the time. Do you sell drugs? (laughs) Straight up. People are like, "Uh, yo, man, can you hook me up? I'm like, what are you talking about? That appearance shit is important. Like, would you, you know. But I get treated with mad respect, though, everywhere I go, (laughs) even though it looks crazy and shit. Like, uh huh. They, I don't know, you, get, you definitely, I've, I tell my kids all the time, when you guys are looking for jobs, whatever you're doing, look the part, look serious. If you, if you look good and you have good hygiene, you are a much more appealing person than someone who dress slobby, whether they have good hygiene or not. It's you know, the- you got to set yourself apart. I feel like a lot of my confidence does come from that, like that, because I'm not the shape that should have confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but I can dress the shape, and you'll be like, "Damn, yeah." I've had I've had people just go, "Damn, man, that's a lot of drip." Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, soaking uh, wet. That's right. But you do get treated better. It's the
0: Sebastian Maniscalco approach to it. Mm-hmm. When you see the world, the world sees you. So, like, yeah, that, that's a dude. Like, I, you know, I started just. He's always sharp. He always drip. Like, even from you go all the way back. He always dressed. It's just realizing the importance of it now. Yeah, but Gaffigan
3: dresses like a slob. And
0: Louis C.K. Of, dresses
3: like a complete. He dresses slob. like
0: a slob, and it, and that's and I say there are guys that can get away with it, but if it it's but Louis, not the lat, not sincerely Louis, but the special before he got in trouble, he has on a suit, and if you ever hear him talk about it he would like to wear suits more. Mm-hmm. He,
3: he actually would love that to... That black shirt put, thing was like his brand. He would then.
0: love to perform in suits more, but he goes like, I never look nice in them because of my body type. Mm-hmm. The suit either looks too big on me or it looks like... Even if he gets it cut just nice, right. it just... Even when everybody saw him in the special 2017, it was like he just looked weird in mm-hmm. a suit, but that's what he always wanted. to. to he always wanted to wear a suit. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, it this this. Different beliefs in it, but like, I I have a I have a body type and a look that it would only enhance things if I dress nicer. Mm-hmm. And you know, I dress okay casually, but sure, you know, what I'm saying for
3: like all shows. Are so this are you targeting for like the club scene, like the like the improvs, uh yeah, like I mean, and we'll, stuff like that. Yeah, we'll,
0: you know, you know I, I'm I've gotten in with a few clubs, so. Looks like I'll be able to. I'll be working mm-hmm. more like like I wanted to, traveling. But um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. But like, just also just that impression of like, you know, what I'm saying I go. Don't, up,
3: they're not gonna. They're less likely to try to skimp you on pay if they. Like, oh, this guy's a professional. He's on top of his like the numbers. You come up there you, looking yeah, like a,
0: if you look. This is real shit. If you if I feel like. This is my approach that I'm going to do to it. If you dress nice and you dress nice, you go up, you know, you do, you, your material is your material. Your, your, your set is your set. But if you dress nice, you mostly keep to yourself. You're not a big, loud, crazy, whatever. You're not a big disruption. Mm-hmm. And you tip the way staff, they'll be like, I have no problem bringing that person back. Like, they're, they're no problem. They, and, they, and, then, and if you go up on stage and you knock it out of the park, even more. Mm-hmm. But there's some people that's got to work just off being generous, just off being kind, nice, easy to work with people. They've been brought back to do shit. And, uh, yeah. I guarantee. Um, yeah.
3: So and I feel like the, the, uh, the opposite of that is for sure. True. People go in there. They're hilarious, but they're pricks. or they, 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 they don't tip or like they're just, like you said, loud in the green room and it's bleeding over into the showroom. Like like, mess. Mm, uh, it's, it's just a mess. You or know what they what I mean? get sloppy drunk or something. Yeah,
0: or something like that. So, but I'm just—it's a point where like it's all right. It's, there's there's what people say I am, and there's this merge where like I want to be that. Like I kind of want to, and it's like how do I get to the and that? That's the important part sure. of you got to be this shit. Like you got to really be it and. Just making that turn. I'm not quite. I'm just not at a certain place right now with a few things. But you know, once I get this stuff straight, I know for a fact I'm just gonna make a like. You know, you'll most times you'll see me. I'll I'll be. I won't be dressed as casual. I'll be dressed. Your nice. dry
3: cleaning bill with all those cigars is gonna be through the roof. The- <laughs> 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 you'll but- see how long he's smoking cigars.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's important, man, because there's a respect out there's a respect I, and like there's a level i want to get to and it's not a fake until you it's evolving it's like i feel it's yeah it's becoming. refining it's exactly. like yeah
3: so he's at the, like, a lot unlike a well, we've talked everyone we've you had it, on this podcast is funnier than me but like do you, you hear like the last couple of people we've had on these people who've had success and and they're at that refinement stage uh trade more than, than it most but that's Pretty interesting to hear that that's what something that they you're actually thinking about, and yeah. it's a and it's for a, me it's so far outside of the even worrying about it's
0: it's a hundred it's a it's a I have to do it mm-hmm. because you you can't he keep hearing good things from other people and not uh, have you not been contacted by agents and stuff like that like, I don't have any no the the closest thing I got to anything was. I submitted for just for last for the mm-hmm. third year in a row, and I finally got like a callback. Really? And so I sent that in, but then COVID happened. So oh, it looked like I might have <laughs> probably would have got new faces. Holy shit! Maybe you know I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. You know I'm just you're hoping you like you know wishing, but the set I sent in, I, I'm like now like I know like I want it, it's it's funny. But there's an authenticity that I want on my set Mm -hmm. that I want to, you know, there's bits that I have that are, they are 100% me. And it's like my thought process, it's, you're getting, when you see this set, you're getting the, like, this is what I'm about. This is what I want to do at a, eventually at a higher level. And Mm -hmm. this is what I can offer if, you know, whatever. If, If there was some pitching process that took place, this is the stuff, I, w- I would pitch something like this mm-hmm. and we would try to expound on this versus just kind of doing, I just kind of did a set, you mm-hmm. know, that works. But, they're fine, but like, you need those bits that,
3: you know what I mean? Like, how so you separate from the crowd? I mean, uh, anyone mm-hmm. can have like yeah. a five minute set of nonstop lap, well not, not anyone, at a certain level, anyone can have Five minutes of nonstop laughter, but you have to be different than than everybody else. And if it's not you, then it's not going to yeah, exactly. And that's separate like, you.
0: That's what yeah. So it's like when somebody you think about it, they're not they're not necessarily looking for a funny person. I mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like they're looking for something to invest in. How prolific mm-hmm. can you be? Like you know, if if I put this in, the, are you just these little jokes, or you know, is there something else? Greater behind this because somebody could somebody could a five minute somebody could do a five minute set and within that five minute set there could be seven ideas that could come out of it mm-hmm. there could be a TV show there could be a talk show there could be whatever that could come out of it and those are the things you end up pitching you know what I'm saying like those ends up being the things that that come out of what you've presented to them just
3: from my observation that's what it seems like so I wonder if people will take into account like your like the stuff you did on Whiskey Brothers because you put out like an hour hour a week of like crazy unique stuff like that's it's not a new bit but I, that's something that, like you start talking about they're investing on somebody who's prolific that's an hour of brand new stuff of randomness funny stuff <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: every week well
0: on the I'll say this on the record and Fuck it. I'm not proud of the stuff I do on that podcast. Why? It's well, hilarious as a, a listener. listener. I have to say this. Shit. And I like it. Uh, let me say this. I like it. I like doing it every mm-hmm. week. And I want it to grow. Mm-hmm. I want it to be bigger than it is. I want it to be more popular than it is. And I do think that the machine that they have created, as far as a content creator goes, you go in, you come in hot, you knock it out. I I do love that. Like it's it is a machine and it should be bigger. And it at least, even if it's just in the Gulf Coast region, it mm-hmm. should be bigger. Like, it should be bigger just throughout the south. Right. Um, but at the same time, I've I've gone through a lot of growing pains being on there. Mm-hmm. And I've said a lot of regretful things. <laughs> and just things I'm not, you know what I mean, and just not knowing, just mm-hmm. going and doing it as a young comic because it was fun to, and you just you, it's it's weird. It validated me in a weird way, like just internally, like mm-hmm. oh they, you know, just you just go through a stretch where you just you just want just somebody, please, somebody other than me think I'm funny, cause you then you get to over point where you questioning if if you are funny, where you don't even know if you can. The set you just had is valid. You're like, I don't even know if that's what... I mean, they laugh, but was it like a... You just start questioning everything. So them to bring me in and they wanted me on and they thought I was funny and unique and all these different things to do it. You know, I I fell into a... Tra- Not saying I fell into a trap, but like I I did start doing stuff that catered towards the hu- the humor on the show. Like the outrage, like
3: Trey says something outrageous or. Whatever, some stupid. Whatever, just argues with like a stupid uh, guy.
0: The stupid guy. Yeah, I'm arguing against things or just stuff I've leaned into that isn't necessarily a hundred percent like what I believe. Mm -hmm. But I am an energy guy, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: and if I'm at a place and I'm sort of speaking in a way because I'm constantly trying to adapt to where I'm at. Mm -hmm. just as a survival instinct, um, I've just said stuff that was just at the... the, That was the vibe and tone I felt. And I kind of rolled into it. Where Mm -hmm. it'd be something I never thought of before, but I've said it on the spot. And it'd be funny to them, and it'd be outrageous, it'd be whatever. But then in retrospect, I'd just be like...
3: Yeah, but do you regret it because you felt bad about saying it? Or do you regret it because like, ooh, this could potentially come to bite me later on down the road. I, G, no, I, listen. I feel like people who don't ever apologize. Let me, I'll say this. That's the way to go and through And
0: I, I, this will age well. I will never be canceled.
3: Um, exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, just meaning like, the approach I plan on having is, you know what the fuck I'm about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah yeah you have to fuck like no like like i won't be like this is what i am this is what i'm about and i want to hopefully build up a strong enough base to where if somebody disagrees with what i say you have a strong enough base to be like this is what he is and this is why i love him so i don't that's what pe- that's one of the things that people love
3: about you the most that's what i'm trying to get across is like that. Uh- Is the fact that you will you will go for a joke that's outrageous? A lot of people would be scared of. Is because and anyone who doesn't get that you're joking is a fucking idiot. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's something that as somebody in the scene that that people respect is you're not afraid to go uh, for something. You're not worried about like. Oh, is this going to come back to haunt me? And that no. is that's why you get some of those huge laughs come from people like, I can't believe he just said that, but we're all laughing. Because you cannot be afraid of a
0: losing a career you don't have. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll never gain one. How the fuck can you be reluctant and scared to 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 say some shit because you think you may lose an opportunity that may never fucking come? Mm-hmm. You don't even know if it may be the fearlessness that gets you the opportunity but you'll never fucking know that if you if you decide to box yourself because there's this I don't even fucking know these invisible people who yeah. cancel or whatever the, I don't give a like I don't give a fuck like I I'll never n- nobody will ever I say what I want to say when I want to say it I have the things that I feel bad about and the main things I feel bad about saying is stuff I said that was outrageous within my community. And it was just out of straight ignorance. It was just out of straight, ob- just being oblivious. Like, just not knowing about these things. And then when I educated myself on things, I speak better now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I make sure that I don't go to those, I don't go to those areas. And if so I So there do, are
3: some off-the-limits topics, in your opinion? Just, well, it's just,
0: I've said, no, I don't, there's nothing that's off limits, but you should, you, you, if you speak out of ignorance, you got to make sure you're not disrespecting people, and I've done that, where I've said disrespectful things out of ignorance, just because I didn't know, and then I've just said... It'd be like if you walked in a place and it was like some old lady. You're like, who's this bitch? You're like, well, that's my grandma. You're like, oh, I didn't, my bad. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, well, damn. You didn't have to leave with bitch. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, well, I didn't, if, I was, if I knew it was your grandma, I would have never. It's like that. Like, I've said crazy stuff out of out of just it, just not knowing. Mm-hmm. And now that I know, I speak well first and then I say the outrageous thing so that now it's a, you clearly know that I'm joking because you'd rather people.
3: He's really that regretting that Trump 2020 uh, <laughs> vote. <laughs> he's about. No, I, I knew that line to play
0: <laughs> as soon as I, I'm like, all right, I don't know how to play this, but I've just said, I've just said ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. And, um, Nothing I, wrong with that. I mean, yeah, in and certain I, context, But it's recorded. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it, it lives forever. But, like, also, I'm like, I'm, well, if anything, it's an example of, like, like, I don't like, when they go back into some per, a person's thing, rather than, like, pull it up, cancel the person, ridicule the person, just fucking drag them through the mud. How come you can't pull it up and then pull up how they are now and then go, exactly. like, look at how people grow?
2: Yeah.
3: Like, that's the positivity in it. Is- I feel like if more people would stand strong and say, yeah, this is, look, don't look at this one bad thing I said. But I feel like at the stakes, whenever you're a celebrity and yeah. you have shows that can get canceled, you have gigs that you're going to get ripped out of because there's Beckys out there who are going to make it their job for the next Two weeks to call the club 30 times a day and say, I can't well, believe you're having so and so at your club. What people but if don't people would stick up to that. They don't come out and just say, if you pull up something
0: old, you all you have to say is, bro, I've grown past that. Mm-hmm. Like and leave it at that. Like I've grown past like every time it's brought up, you you pull a fucking Marshawn Lynch. Where I'm you just hear it. Fine. And you just keep saying, I've grown past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've grown past that. You keep saying it. I'm a, I'm a, I've grown past that. It's clear that I'm a better person now than I was when I said those things. And That's it's also F- the party. truth. And it's yeah, also, it's, it's, and most time is the truth. Yeah. I, I will openly say, just out of ignorance, I was extremely homophobic. Just mm-hmm. the house I grew up in and mm-hmm. not even really knowing what I was saying, not even knowing like the feeling or whatever. And now, there's some of my favorite, I love being around I love being around gay people. Mm-hmm. They're very loose. They're fun. They're free-flowing people. And nope. And like when they're comfortable and they're in their element, nobody is more free than them. And it's something to learn and from. If you want to know how to them.
1: dress, that's your girl. <laughs> <career. laughs> yeah, that's you know, why I blend so a well. Lot of, a lot of it's a lot of drip in
3: the gay community. But I wasn't. But I
0: actually wasn't homophobic. Mm. I was just. Being whatever was instilled in me. Right. And then when you gain knowledge, you go like, oh, that's not good to be. Let me lose that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the you know, I mean, you've you've grown past it. Like yeah. you that's what happened. So I'm not fucking if somebody I'm not worried about them. I'm it's me, like I don't like that I didn't know enough gotcha. to not say mm-hmm. it. I'm not worried about motherfucker. Dig it. Nigga, dig it. <laughs> yeah. Dig it up, pull it up, do whatever the fuck. Yeah. Cause it only it only enhances for me yeah. as a black dude it only gonna enhance whatever I have going on now straight white males not the same <laughs> they pull it's up tough in shit. these streets if you said some borderline racist shit as a straight white dude you just racist now <laughs> it, it, it su- I mean it does suck you can yes. be like no I donated I marched well give a
1: fuck you said nigga 30 years ago give us your cooking show done yeah, yeah. Got- <laughs> finally some equality <laughs>
0: this bitch yeah. can't find no more bacon over yeah. a 30 year old nigga that's cook <laughs> crazy
3: and she was one of my favorite comedians yeah. <laughs> that wasn't all an act right yeah no, man yeah that was r.i.p. Uh, Paula, <laughs> Paula I got no love for her fucker but uh, she's in Atlanta that's where you're trying to go so heads know, up they're, yeah. they're coming after I mean you. it's it's either Atlanta or Atlanta Atlanta's a fun city I Atlanta's lived there for six
0: months my you know it's it's a it's, oh, it's, it's a four months it's an eight-hour drive from Houston mm. so I don't have to Uproot my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could just kinda I could do the back and forth thing out there. Uh it's, a, it's right now it's a super cheap flight. So I could do that for a while. And you know, the main thing is just being very impactful when you when you go, you know, when you go out there, when you go up, you make it happen. But the 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 big move for me, I want to go to London. Like that's my whatever my New Yorker LA move. Like to go to London. Could be a huge move. I would love It'd be it. It'd be fantastic if it was, man. So, if for our listeners need, uh, in London, a uh, 15 <laughs> to 20 minute
3: feature, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I literally thought
0: I was going to open for. Me.
3: <laughs> ah, <laughs> God damn it. It's my ongoing They
0: love the word cunt in London. So, yeah. actually, Rob's going to fit in great. <laughs> nah, that's the ongoing job. I respect those guys, but I got to. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? God they, damn, damn it. I, it's a like, running bit on the show. <laughs> I am really the middle act on the podcast, but it's. Fun because I headlined a club before Rob did, so El Paso. It was like or a whole. Like it was like a whole. It's a. I kind of like have that thing to fuck with him about, but like <laughs> I really am the middle act. I got to build up, and you know I I respect those guys, but there's a a thing where like you you gotta you gotta start at some point. You gotta start. You can't believe your hype too much, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. at some point, you gotta tap a little bit into it, just so you got confidence enough to to grow. To me. To grow, if you just sit like subtle and humble the whole time, you can let a lot of shit pass you, and not, and not be, and and not live up to most of the potential. You gotta, you gotta have some awareness of the gift or whatever the case may be. So it's got to be in there. You don't want too much. Some people are just dicks to be dicks <laughs> and. You're like, bro, you are not talented enough to be like this. <laughs> it's like the ugly chick with the pretty girl attitude. You're like, you going to have to get a better face <laughs> if you're going to behave like this.
3: It, and it's eerie how quickly some people can get big heads. But it happens quick. Some people, and that's, nope. that shows their character if they start if they're on a certain level they treat you a certain way and then they get a couple a little bit of success and they turn into a different person like okay I've
0: tried yeah. to always make sure that it was like I I know I mess with you a lot uh-huh. but I tried to always make sure that it was you knew I was joking or whatever like I never I, I
3: all right guys cancel the dubbing over the, uh, the, the nonstop <laughs> racially insensitive stuff
0: yeah I <laughs> will cancel that want you saved it at the end feel like I'm. Be insu- like, and in- I never try to insult anybody. Sure, cause it it just man, like just
3: Juice Maxwell. Fuck you, Juice. <laughs> oh Uh-oh. wow, you could have been like, who's Juice? That's, and i like, no, oh, but oh, like, fuck.
0: now I know who Juice is. <laughs> cause like, no, but I've like seen his name on social media. Uh-huh. But I didn't know it was pronounced juice. I was like, somebody misspelled Jesus. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think that's his nickname. I don't think that's a good Yeah,
0: real first it's like name. weird. So, but no, I get it. But I try to always keep it light and fun because it, you know what I mean, man. It's yeah. And then having that in an accident really changed my perspective too. You know, mm-hmm. flipping over all those times. And
3: Some like, might call it karma.
0: Coming <laughs> through the going through the windshield. Well, I wasn't really addicted. I was never really kidding, addicted I'm to anybody, but going through the windshield. It was just like, well, why not? If you're out, why not make sure everybody feel like they had a good time, good conversation, a good laugh, a good whatever? Like, why not? Like, and that's genuinely who I am. You mm-hmm. know, I can't really be this way around my family. They don't like the weird shit I bring up. But I'm like, well, y'all, I've, you're lost. I've, I
3: don't know how much longer we're going. But I, I have heard him talk about some stuff he brought up in his family setting. I don't know if they're true. Go ahead. Just or, or ask me. The, the one like, you told. I think it was your mom. You are like you got her to sit down and you're like, all right. She doesn't listen to comedy. She's not a big comedy fan. But I got her to sit down and watch Eric Andre. Like if you were to tell me, Adam, what was like the one special that came out? I think it was last year I'll that sh- you would not want to show somebody yeah, if yeah. you're trying to get them into comedy. <laughs> it would be Eric Andre special because uh, uh, it was I so crazy. It. Still,
0: I'll show you the message. Well, I text my mom and and the, the the yeah but like I always try to get see this is the thing they they always say to me you you act like you didn't grow up in this house and I and I say y'all act like y'all didn't grow up in this house. Y'all like we didn't grow up in the same house. I saw what we watched, I saw what we was into. It was bad. We had poor taste as a family. <laughs> we came together and watched bad shit. And I trying to get y'all to watch different things and see different things I don't expect- know that that's the best bridge to no, get that it, gap no but I showed her other stuff before that it's just oh, okay. it wasn't like that. I wasn't introducing my parents were in the comic, like I said we would get the Just for Laughs they mm. would put all the sets of all the big people and stuff like that they would used to put it out on VHS and it'd be like a best of 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 all those clips you see on YouTube, yeah, they used yeah. to merge them together and, and put them on VHS and DVD. Huh. And, it'd be a, and it'd be a fun thing. You see everybody do three to seven minutes or something like that. Well, my mom used to get them and fast forward until we saw a black comic. <laughs> so she'd skip over Louis, Burr, whoever the fuck, Gavigan. <laughs> she'd skip it through all these greats. And then we were like, all right, y'all, send bad. And we watched, <laughs> and not, not, not on Sinbad, but we just watched Sinbad and we watched yeah. David Allen Greer. Yeah. We, we, we just watched whoever was black that did stand up. And um, not to say that, that was poor table, like I, I grew up on all of the just everything was black comedy. That's all I that's all I could watch. And I, you know, I, I, I snuck and saw some white comedy and then I moved out. <laughs> on the I moved low. out of my parents' house <laughs> so I could watch more white comedy. And I told him, I was like, mom, you know, a lot it's of people, you have to watch The Office. <laughs> I'm like, you ha- as a, as an American citizen, you need yeah. to watch The Office because it's a part of, of American television. It's, it's a big part of it. Like, yeah. it's one of the things where, like,
3: it's... Like the new Seinfeld.
0: It, it, yeah, yeah, it's in conversation. You want to be able to get these references. If you see a motherfucker and they got a goddamn stick on the back of their car that says fucking... You know, beats yeah. something. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> you see that? You like who? You like? You don't know what that is? That's the yeah. white. You gotta know, know this shit. Just the same way if somebody references Martin or or living single or or whatever the fuck you want. You gotta you gotta be in the loop. This is a it's a part of all of it. It's what makes it all great. And I took my mom to see John Mulaney mm-hmm. live. She fell asleep in the theater, (laughs) snoring. (laughs) I'm enjoying the show so much. A dude behind me tapped me. Hey, buddy, is she with you? I look over my mouth. My mom's mouth wide open, snoring. (sighs) And then then people are beginning to look. And I'm like, all right. And I was like, mom, 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 I'm nudging her. She's like, I'm going to go sit in the car. She went out on the show and went into the car, went to sleep.
3: Do you think there's any subconscious of her that she's kind of trying to like, it's a slight on, on comedy in general? No, my mom, just, my mom- look, to, You had to be trying not to have a good time, I feel so like. So then
0: we leave from there and we go home and we watch Central the Entertainer Special. She's like, now this is wonderful. This is just great. <laughs> and I'm not saying it like that, but like, everybody, yeah. it, it is subjective. Everybody mm-hmm. has their taste. Yeah. But I just try to get them to like, watch this movie. Watch something different, like being mm-hmm. John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. Like- Good flick. You know what I'm saying? Like, watch something. Expand your mind. Get lost in it. Watch it. Don't look for something that's so relatable and so... And like, that you just immediately like, yeah, I know this. Because you end up watching the same things over and over again. And you end up missing out on so much art that is available. And I try to bring that to them. Mm. My, My little sister gets it. She has stuff. She's like, bro, I like that. I didn't really like that. That's too much. But she'll like... She understands because... We're the only ones that try to further ourselves, and like we have open minds. Mm -hmm. And me and her, you know, very similar in a lot of ways. But my my yeah. So when I was like, watch, I want you to watch Eric Andre, mom. It's forty seven minutes because I'm like that. It's short.
3: It's forty seven minutes, mom.
0: By the time you, that was a long
3: forty seven minutes. It's like by the time I get a a casual comedian comedy fan,
0: you get tired. By the time you get tired of it, it'll be over with. When you're like, when the fuck is this ending? He's doing the closing bit. Mm -hmm. 47 minutes. You'll be fine. All right. Dad falls asleep. He's just yelling. How can
3: you fall asleep to that? My dad's
0: out of... He's in his sleep yelling. He's just yelling. He's just yelling. And my mom's like, I'm trying, son. I just... It's because she's waiting on a bit that she can relate she's waiting on or you ever been list. cooking and uh roaches or whatever the yeah. fuck like she's waiting on some Def Jam-esque comic yeah. view type shit and it's like no like it's no, coming. it's never gonna get there <laughs> yeah. like like dive into it and that's why they said they'll never come see me I was like we'll never watch you do stand up
3: damn, they're damn. Fucking because out, somebody came and saw me they're actually huge they fans went, of this podcast I'd Tutsons, that- Mr. and Mrs. Tutson. <laughs> so check out your son's comedy shows. He's pretty funny.
0: No, they um uh, people have came to see me and then my parents are like, How was it? How was the and then they tell him, and they're like, Well he's um he's very white. <laughs> That's what they'll tell him. He's very white. <laughs> Because they're expecting something raw and whatever. Like, and a lot of you guys feel like I am like that, but I'm just, I'm present. I'm just present when I'm on stage. But it's when I was like, hey, man, you're hosting. And it's mostly white people. And It's it's a white ranch show. Mm-hmm. They want you to go up and say, hi, guys. Nice to be here. Great. And then start the bit. They don't really want a lot of, what the fuck you wear? Ah, look at this nigga shirt. They don't really want, they want you to go up start the show. Boom. Mm-hmm. And, and do your bits and bam, bam, bam. Do your time. Bring the person, you know, host the show. It's a different type of setting. And these people will come just like, hey, he's very, very white.
3: So <laughs> that's got to that's be, very, be a tough criticism, I, he to I guess. Yeah. He yeah. does
1: a great There's white no voice. the no
3: chance of me getting the opposite of that is <laughs> yeah. not possible. I'm, a, I'm as white as it gets. And as, as <laughs> yeah. uncontroversially white as it gets. Uh, and he I sounds white, too. I'll never have the opposite side yeah. of that. I, I, but I can see Jesse uh, Peyton getting the opposite kind of critique like he, he he acts a little bit different than like your typical white guy, and so he, he probably no, he probably catches criticism for that.
0: Jesse is just, um, you know, he's, he's he's just he's energetic and, yeah. and you know he's a good guy.
3: Oh yeah, he catches he catches a lot of undeserved crap, in my opinion, in the yeah. local scene. He's a hustler. He gets it done.
0: Now I won't tell you on air. I can tell you a lot of why that is because I think it's for how he is. Mm-hmm. There is a weird. People consider it a lot of stuff that he has d- done and stuff like that. There is a weird disrespect to the art that you know that comes with what he does and how he does, and he's very aware of it. Like he is, he is very oh, yeah. aware of it, and and that I I actually appreciate that. Yeah, that he's, he's completely not delusional up front about it, in the yeah. fact of it, but but he's cool. He's a hustler. He's a hustler, and he treats you well. He's gonna treat you nice. And he is, a, he is a good guy. He's going to be work.
3: your biggest cheerleader in the world. Yes. Too. If, if he likes you, he's going to pump you up. He's going to build your audience. I don't know where the fuck he got his audience so to, quickly. He used to play poker. Uh, but yeah, how thick is that crew? He was good at poker. He must have been really good. Yeah. Like, I don't know
0: if you've ever seen the movie. Uh, I think it's called Molly's Game.
3: Yeah, I, I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. Or something I'm,
0: like that. Yeah. It's just <coughs> Elba and... I forgot the... I Shannon, forgot the uh, what's her uh, name?
3: Dallas Howard or... Yeah, I forgot Amy the Adams, name. Adams, one of those red-headed uh, but, but
0: Okay, if you watch... You see, if you, you see how that world is very big. huh The money and
3: everything. Same thing. So just think... Yeah, you know, it must that, also be like the correlation with gamblers and comedy fans must be huge. as It well. Because he puts butts in seats. He does. And... Uh, yeah, he, you know, he's he's a hustler, man. And mm-hmm. he
0: gets it done, but you know, there's a the shit that he gets is is bec- you you want somebody to do that mm-hmm. and then like the you want the art, the, the like like you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. want them to like s- sort of have a respect for comedy. Sure. And there's things that have happened, and
3: so start they're, hustling they're, already, you son of a bitch. Me? Yeah,
0: it could be, <laughs> you could be. You have both. I'm a, no. I'm gonna tell you something, Robert Junior. That he, I heard him say, and he said to me, "You want to be a you 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 want to be a this sort of mythical like this legend mm-hmm. before you pop." Like, you want to be honed down and so good. That's why I'm not
3: sleeping around. I'm, I'm trying to get that legend built up. This guy.
0: For, for I
3: let it pop, you know? Now,
0: you, but you want to, like, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you almost want to create this sort of mystique mm-hmm. aura about yourself. Have you heard about this guy? Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you and then when you pop, like I you're, see gonna, what you're saying, you're, you're self promoting. That's not
3: that's not going to happen it, that way.
0: It, 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 it's not that, but it's also like you you put your you know, you know the 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 reason child is very rare. Child stars explode like we can only kind of name a few. And Leo didn't. I don't think the DiCaprio was necessarily a child star as much as he was
3: in a child yeah. that
0: was in movies. Mm-hmm. But like people that are like are like big child stars they go crazy. They'd be like ridiculous because they get hit with that pressure. So young mm-hmm. and they don't have the experience. And it's so much shit that you, you need in order to, because it's going to be hard regardless. And I just feel it's a lot of shit you probably need to progress. So if you take time to, to build yourself up and become uh, just have substance and legs up under yourself that when everything is hitting you you'll be able to see all the artificial shit you know you you i feel like you'll be able to make a little bit better decisions Mm -hmm. versus if everything hits you really fast really quick you you just start flailing and the immaturity can take over and
3: and everything so that's why so, i waited till my my early not saying first, that's why why I'm not 30s <laughs> so i wanted to see how the other half lived for no, I'm not saying 35 like years I'm
0: not, like i do self-promote with the content and stuff that i try to put out obviously you want something to but that is the thing like if if it pops then you can control that because all of that is at your own pace mm-hmm. it's not a lot it's not a ton of demanding shit that's coming from you i've never this is honest weird truth there's, there's. I've never known anybody to get like I don't know, like what, whatever, like 100 and something plus thousand followers, and then like they like slow down with the content, and then lost the followers. You kind of just end up just still following the person, and then when they post something, you're like, oh shit, there's the, the thing again or whatever. There may be not be necessarily like talk to that's, where you're, yeah, a, that's kind of turning
3: fucking grind, feeling the pressure to put out random shit that's why all I don't, day every day. I didn't
0: want to do characters. Mm-hmm. I wanted, I do, like, the stuff that I put out is, like, short films. Mm-hmm. So I can, like, kind of go through. You call those films? No, no I, I don't. I, I know They're not really films, but they're, like, these little shorts that I can kind of. Next plot. thing you
3: say vignettes. I'm like, oh, now you're really churching it up. <laughs> yeah, but I just,
0: like, I title them. I always have, like, a, a, you know, I have, like, a little thing to it. And they're short. But it's because you don't get locked into being a character. Mm-hmm. And, like, if somebody comes to see you live. There's no pressure to do the shit they saw Mm -hmm. that got them there. You can get, you can, when they come to see you live, you get the, to me, it gives you a chance to put on a a completely different experience Mm -hmm. versus if you're like, you know, if you play an old man, eventually you got to fucking whip this old man out Mm -hmm. and you may be burnt because you're doing so many fucking videos uh, per week, per day that Mm -hmm. you, you, you run out of ammunition. You know, mm-hmm. like, you just run out like, I don't even fucking know. What else could I do? And, like, and, then, and then to want to put out something of nice quality. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't want to put out, you know. I Wish there
3: was more of that pressure.
0: 14 <laughs> put, shitty. Put out
3: something quality every yeah. time.
0: Yeah. To, versus putting out 14 shitty videos in a week. Versus if you go like, all right, if I, if I put out three to five.
3: That's why know, we only do one show a week. We I want be- nothing but quality. <laughs> we take this seriously. <laughs> So what are like what are some shows you have coming up? To, speaking of promoting, yeah. what do you have that's coming up? Um, so like Juan, I know Juan's gonna be asleep in ten minutes. So yeah. I'm sorry, Juan. I apologize. Oh man.
1: no, no man, he's, on his, he's on his fourth
3: uh, Pepsi here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> October twenty fourth. Uh-huh. I'm at uh, I believe Margaritaville Casino. Oh shit! In uh, Conroe. Um, oh
3: okay. I heard about that. that's pretty. That's yeah, a new spot.
0: Uh huh. Um, November 7th, I'm at Rudyard's for the Riot show. That, uh, oh, Harris they're doing the Whiskey and, Brothers uh, one? Yeah, I'm doing that. And um, November 10th, I believe I'm at Stats Bar. We're doing a show for veterans. And uh, so, yeah. I mean, the big shit passed. By the time this airs, I'm doing Hyenas yeah. in Fort Worth. I, you know, I, Well, I'm sorry, by the time this came out... I would have been done hyenas in Fort Worth and uh, they can't wait to have me back. <laughs> <laughs> Th- that comment is not going to age well.
3: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Do you have any social media you want to share? Yeah, I'm at Trey Tutson on everything. Okay. And if you want to look at my dates to find out where I'll be at, you go to TreyTutson.com, T-R-E-T-U-T-S-O-N. And nice. uh, look up whatever it is you guys want to look up. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, I got clips and stuff to be putting out. Just grinding, you know, trying to figure it out. So. And I got a podcast. It's on everything. Yeah. The Tuts and Interruption. If you guys ever want to tune in, check that out. Mm-hmm. I do it with my soon-to-be ex-wife. Uh, so are they all going to be with uh, Shay? From forward? now on, they're gonna, me and Shay are going to do them together. So really Even fun. if we split up, we're going to still do the podcast. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Just because we have good energy yeah. together. So I'm like, great. you're good for this. So um, Well, thanks yeah. for coming on, go. Trey. Man, thank you, man. You barely said any fucking thing. Uh, I, I apologize. I,
2: no, no, dude. It was... The whole reason we... Well, actually, the whole reason I started the show is because...
3: I realized Like, hey, he brings that, that back is, real quick. He's like, no, wait, these other two guys, no credit. Shut the, the fuck up. The reason I Adam. started.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Adam was he the, a- for 10 Adam was like, nope, the afterthought of the show. Oh, <laughs> very <laughs> true. No, I wanted to start a comedy podcast because I realized I just didn't laugh very much in my life. And I was like, and I love to laugh. So I was like, mm. who's the funniest person I know? And I was like, well, Juan, he's been my best friend for years. So we started and we're just like, hey. And so then we both were like, hey, we like comedians. And so then I met Adam, and then we're yeah. like, hey, let's just get, let's get more into comedy. Let's find com- com- local comedians and support them and get, you know.
1: Yeah. And I what's know, great about this show is we in. get to learn a lot more about the human side of, the, of comedy. Exactly. Why, why comics do what they do. What motivates you. How, how, we learned how important and serious the craft is. You can tell who puts in the work, who doesn't. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that people hear here on the podcast you probably don't hear anywhere else. So we really appreciate yeah. you coming and hey man, and, uh, exp- you, and expressing all the uh, interesting facts of uh, your your journey on this uh, awesome. I appreciate it, man. Thanks so, thank you.
2: Yeah. Being so, yeah. That we we want guests to come on and share. We don't want to sit here and talk over you. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Well, look, I ain't gonna lie. It's a good vibe, and y'all y- y- guys got to. A great thing here. I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's it's dope and um yeah, I was I'm happy to do I was happy to do it and you know, obviously if you guys ever want to have me back.
2: Oh definitely. Absolutely I, This is on. how he takes yeah.
0: over. This is how it started with Whiskey
2: Brothers. A, no, wait, and wait, then wait, they wait. kept having him on. Can I have your phone number so you can Get the fuck Adam out
3: of <laughs> I can do two podcasts a week. That's at all. No no punch for middle aged Tutsin over yeah. here.
1: Well pretty I soon thought, I'll be beyond the range of middle aged and uh yeah, yeah. so I was gonna have to take my spot because I'll probably be I that thought it was called- dead guy.
0: No Country for Old podcasts. <laughs> like, like, like yeah. you know what
3: I mean? I thought that was what it was, but uh, no Don't be trying to it. punch up our fucking title. This guy, I come apologize. on. Me. Yeah, I thought it was the Remember, if you're listening, his podcast is the Shea Tutson Interruption. Well, you can search that. Check. You will not fucking find it. I have a feeling they'll find it. I have a feeling they'll find no. it. It's a hostile takeover. She's been working on it for, for months.
0: I don't even put her name. She'll get that even in the divorce. description. You know, gave her your name. I know Trey speaks with his wife i don't even (laughs) every other episode i say every i list everybody's
3: name i just be like yeah he just speaks with his wife that's the description that's gonna be the hilarious turn like six years down the road like actually trey took shay's last name i had no idea this whole time
0: let me be honest man i love my wife she's awesome she's fantastic i appreciate all of her support and uh we can cut that i gotta say that more often (laughs) because people think i hate my wife i don't i'm just no I just I'm real about my marriage, and a lot of people are not. They just kind of like you know what I mean. They they you know they vent with their drinking buddies. I'm like Mm -hmm. they can't save you, you know they can't. That's not. I mean it's cathartic, but you she gotta know.
3: Yeah, you You know what I'm
0: saying. (laughs) Well, she
3: knows. (laughs) Shay, if you're listening, uh, blink twice if you're in danger. danger. (laughs) She is never in danger. I cook for her today.
2: Mm, lucky Yeah Well thanks for coming on dude Thank y'all for having we'll me We'll have again. you back yeah, Y'all It'll were be.
0: fantastic I appreciate you guys all righty, all right, man awesome Pleasure meeting you <laughs> Oh yeah Hell yeah Pleasure meeting you uh, Pleasure meeting all of three of you mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Thank you everybody for listening We'll see you next week Bye bye
0: mom is the same way. My mom used to keep it on 60. It used to be freezing. Like, friends hated to come, some people hated to come to our house. Oh. they are like, man, it's just too fucking cold that's at night. My house and in the room, I, my room was like, that bitch was just, it was just insulated for cold air. Like, uh-huh. it'd be free. I would, I, that's why I, could, I never jerked off at night. I had to jerk off. As a teen, I'd do all, I, I'm day jerking. I can't <laughs> <do all. laughs> I can't do no night jerks All my night jerks yeah. He's an exhibition, uh,
3: exhibitionist He didn't even mean to He just had to go outside and get warm enough
0: To jerk off i like why are you in the car Because I'm horny And it's cold inside
3: Mind your own business Yeah i Keep it moving Keep it moving
0: It's <laughs> not science It's not like AC is going to evolve Into a whale Or whatever the fuck
3: We may need not Patrick like To come that. weigh in on this Patrick need no, To weigh in, in on <laughs> this no. He's an AC guy yeah he works HVAC That makes perfect sense That's
0: so funny He's a, he, he works for AC But he's the sweatiest Motherfucker I've ever known Why the fuck You don't have AC clothes You just have Fans going
3: The whole time You got a shirt on Are you a Rogan guy No I listen to him I listen to him If he has a guest That I'm interested in and I think but he's I good mean, at his job They got
0: some people That's See, I've, I've, I've always been like Everybody should stop listening to Joe Rogan Why? Like guys, stop fucking with Ro- Like listen to the show Like how you do if There's a guest that's on You're yeah. interested the guest Cool It's three hours but long don't listen to Rogan at all Because he'll have you empty out Your motherfucking medicine cabinet yeah. You ain't got shit in your house But alpha brain and <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah And it's just You can't trust him no. This nigga's high all the it's time not, Yeah it's But he's in just, great shape yeah, but he's high. And bro, he's super rich. <laughs> he meant to. He's high all, all the time. time. <laughs> you don't trust, high. bro. I just was at my uncle's funeral.
3: Uh huh. We had a family member get up and speak high.
0: <laughs> all right. Now, if afterwards she confirmed, was like, confirmed,
3: like the, took a test afterwards. Just
0: you could, you know, you yeah, can yeah, tell. Yeah, You're yeah, like yeah, this yeah, person's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Now, if afterwards she was like, "Hey, y'all, I'm selling," uh, you know. Fucking alpha brain You'd be like what No bitch I don't want none of
3: Your brain pills Yeah what if that's All she was on She could be a Rogan fan And you're disparaging Her good name Saying that it's Some kind of drug I never used her
0: name I never said her name
3: It's a family member Of yours And she's How many She's trans also She's a trans woman Well good for her She used to be a guy That's not It could
0: be It could be I (laughs) don't know
3: (laughs) It could be Some kind (laughs) of like A hormone replacement uh, it, but
0: you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, he ain't yeah, got yeah. nothing but a bunch of high ass scientists. Mm-hmm. He ain't, he ain't, he, all his, none of his shit is FDA approved. None of his which, which, I feel like you should. I am kind of pro getting away from that because <laughs> the, the FDA? nuts are running the nut house. Yeah. You got all these crazy motherfuckers in there. It was like, what if, we, what if we just stop using real fruit and just use chemicals? And they was like, get the fuck out of here. Now, those people are the executives at, of the FDA, and they approve of the wildest this shit yep. With, to the point to where you got metal shavings in your tacos.
3: Yeah. So... You go to Taco Bell. You're anti-Taco Bell. And you Bell, walk huh? out
0: like a fucking Transformer.
3: You're like, I just ate a Decepticon in this bitch. <laughs> that sounds win-win to me. What sounds win-win to you? You, you eat delicious food at Taco Bell, and you're getting you your iron walk, supplements. And then you can't walk through the motherfucking airport.
4: Wing-ding-ding-ding-ding. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you just stepped to the side, sir, random.
0: Well, not even a random search. You went off, motherfucker. Mother, you, naked. in yeah. flip-flops went off. Uh-oh. This guy,
3: finally.
0: Boom-boom. Oh, you a father?
1: Oh, yeah. It's well, surprising to us too I have, I have, kids. I have five kids
0: Jesus. Man I'm sh- I, I, every, I, Not to be like I know I just met you one But you just see somebody be like This nigga has offspring <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Only one by blood I got four step kids Four wet step kids I'm just trying to oh, keep this, them all From damn. becoming you serial killers a, You a hero multiple times That's Ooh. right I'm trying to keep you right. From being couches all heroes don't wear capes, man.
3: <laughs> so at the, at so the, the they end... they
0: smoke weed and wear gas station hats. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. <laughs>